I don't like to boast. They like hot butter on the breakfast toast. Watching flicks, talking chicks. I like to mow the boat. Can River Man make it your check? Nope. So look at all these movies I got. Commenting like, mmm, should we watch them or not? I know they just be acting for cash. But I still got one question to ask. Like, why'd he do that? Do that? Do that? If that was me, I'd be like, screw that. Screw that. Screw that. I'm an alpha. I'd eat through that. Through that, through that, mmm. So why'd he do that? Do that, do that, mmm. Hey, what's up, guys? BTM Podcast back with the Revival House Network. We got a full house today, so warning out there. So it's myself, Zach, like normal. We got Mac on board, and we got the goat. It's a fatal four-way. The fucking goat with. See, we were Hell just yeah. talking about the goat. He's like goat cheese, and Mac is mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. So you could uh, spread mm-hmm. them babies together and get some goat cheese, mac and cheese. Hell yeah. Yeah. We could charge a lot of money for that because that's like the finest and rarest. I agree. I liked Aaron's idea. What was it? Goat dick? What'd you say? I said that goat Mac. I don't know. I was just because it's goat Mac, baby. Because I was saying Mac, goat, goat Mac. Mac, And it sounded, it had it right. What do you guys think of goat cheese? (sighs) I think it's great. Yeah, it has to be the most black metal form of cheese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, especially on pizza. That's the oh, only yeah. time I've had it. You know what? I'd like to have some spicy, some like some pepper jack goat See, fucking cheese. Oh, dude. yeah. I was coming up that with ideas for like shirts for Mac and Zach and stuff like that. And I was thinking like, how do you get a goat? Can you like rent a goat? Because I was thinking we could rent a goat and then take pictures with it like all these black metal bands do. And we can make a black metal Mac and Zach shirt, put corpse paint on and shit. Can't be that hard. Didn't Michelle Tanner on Full House get a fucking goat? <laughs> Oh, yeah, bro. We can just jump a fence, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. They're everywhere. We can do it with a cow and edit it later. It'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. About that editing. Thank God for editing because we're gonna need it because there's like a lot of overlap going on. It happens when you got four people on and there's a delay. Yeah. But I tell you what, we're gonna be doing a cool movie. Really, it's not really that good of a movie. Uh, it's it's a movie that's a huge missed opportunity. It is a request though. It's amazing. Uh, by the one and only Carlos Arjan. He uh, requested Spawn last night. He did it on our live commentary that we did uh, last night as of this recording. And uh, that's what we're jumping into. And I'm surprised we haven't done it before. And I guess you and Zach, uh, Goat, were talking about doing this too. So it just kind of worked out. Because it's kind of forgotten, really. All right. Like, nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah. It was godsend. Dude, the clown is so good in this. He's the most memorable character in the movie. He's amazing. And I'm sure that's going to be a recurring theme throughout the commentary is that this movie had so much promise in a lot of areas, but it just kind of fizzles, right? It falls flat. But in my opinion, yeah. but I'm jumping ahead. Dude, it had it had like it could have been brutal as fuck. That's how good it was. Brutal. Like the fucking costume, the fucking everything was great other than the fucking boss. Yep. I I agree in all the fucking lame ass green screen shit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's you know, without further ado, get it started. Uh, I, I, I'm assuming we're on black, and it's going to be the New Line Cinema, right? <laughs> yeah, it's right? going to come up. Oh, yeah. First, it's all black. Somebody laughed, and I don't get what it. You said okay. on black. <laughs> yeah. It's on black. Hell yeah. It's like, how more black could this screen be? And the answer is none. None more black. Okay. Three, two, one, play. Oh hell yeah! We we're gonna see that logo yeah. right now. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a little sleek Fucking looking logo. Did they change that logo? It's a little cute. See, this is the updated one. This oh yeah, Time Warner Company. 
Ooh. There you go. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at it. So beautiful. Would you time their Warner? I would. Mm-hmm. I bet they got a big ass time to Warner. This is a Mortal Kombat flame. It really now, is. I noticed this because yeah. I watched this leading up. Uh, this uh, movie has a, a feel like it was probably over two hours long, and then they tried oh, yeah. desperately to cut it down. And yeah, like this whole opening, uh, yeah, just like random things. Later on, the, the fucking narrator will just show up and tell you things that you, you would have just found out by watching the movie. Uh, naturally yeah. like he, he comes in and tells you like oh it's been five years since he died this isn't just the next day and it's like we could have just found that out by watching it dude they ch- they chop it to pieces like you said like, like it totally feels like a two hour movie that there was like these idiots aren't going to sit around for two hours so chop it down to like 93 minutes was pretty much what they did it's a big contrast to now because now all these shitty comedies are like two hours long yeah. but you think they would never make two hours long it really does look like a Mortal Kombat movie, though. I noticed this while I was watching it, too. The, uh, this, these dark scenes are really dark. They didn't bother lighting them up with the Blu-ray. But I kind of like that. I yeah. like the deep blacks. I like that, too, but, to be honest. Because, uh, honestly, it, it really hides, like, the cheapness and, like, cheap set design, if you know what I mean. Like, because, you know, they mm-hmm. were just, like, fucking making this shit in a warehouse in Van Nuys and everything. This isn't really a Chinese airport. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, it's fucking uh, Johnny Number 5, baby. Johnny Number 5, you guys ever see that music video they made to coincide with the release of the original fucking Short Circuit? I forget who did it, but he was like a... I forget. Like, I want to say he was he was like a, a bootleg uh, freaking uh, Prince. Kind of like Prince. And uh, he, he had like a one-hit wonder. He was a one-hit wonder or something. But for the freaking... Uh, for the video, they got like a, a cardboard stand-up of the goop. Because they couldn't get the goop uh, there, and like it's a guy he's on trial and he's talking about like oh where's Johnny or something like that and there's they, they get Johnny to show up in the in the video but they could only afford to bring his hand so yeah, you don't yeah. see his hand wasn't it like El DeBarge or somebody saying that song oh yeah where's Johnny yeah I think so yeah rhythm of the night yeah. where's Johnny see I'm I'm barely remembering because I was like he wasn't a one hit wonder. He had a couple hits. Yeah. Wondering who's holding down and He had a few. He had a very girly, well, figure and voice. He was very mm-hmm. feminine. You've seen, you seem to like him, Aaron. I would have fucked him. I, dude, his fucking songs are good, man. I like him. They're good. Would you fuck him, Aaron? I bet he had a big dick. He had a jerry curl, mm-hmm. that's for sure. And uh, I think he dated Janet Jackson when he was relevant for you know a minute. I think they were married for a little bit. Hell yeah, like, dude. Oh yeah, they, I think I think you're right. Like a three month marriage or something. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's how I got his voice. I wish they still sold that uh, fucking soul glow. I'd buy some. Hey, Zach. I'd grow hair just to use it. What? Uh, where are you at in the movie, man? My shit just stopped and buffered, so I just want to jump in again. I'm sorry. Uh, like three twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah, I need a time. Three twenty. What? Three thirty two. Tell me where you at. Three forty. Oh, we just hit it. Forty seven. Then. No, we did. Three forty. We just hit it. What? Motherfucker. <laughs> just play it. <laughs> How about we just fucking pause it for you? Yeah. No, this don't. Is like, we're not. Are you high, Aaron? Because you're like, no. Just tell me where you are, and we're telling you. And you're Get like, it to three fifty. Three fifty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fucking fuck what up. What is going on? Is he fucking high? No. Okay, I'm at... Uh, I am. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the files all fucking up, man. It's the fucking internet. I don't know what's going on. Did you not download it? 
I never download it. Dude, why don't you fucking download the... He's a fucking beta. He's always got to leave it up to chance whether or not we can get through it or not. I'm at 351. Well, we're <laughs> at 417. You're not going to get a virus. They're closed down, bro. They can't fucking... So we're going to have to... We'll just cut this out, and I'll just... I'm sorry. It's like... It's never happens. You're fucking good, man. No, don't cut it out. Get to five minutes, and I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm at five minutes. Fucking Mortal Kombat here. Yeah, and that's what you get for not charging your phone up. We're seeing a dank-ass music video, though. Yeah. Are they playing Marilyn Manson, right? To hell, wrong, Long Road to Hell and Back, or whatever the fuck's up? Hell yeah. I wanna live. I wanna live. <laughs> but it's a long, hard road. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Aaron, did you already forget? Five minutes right now. I didn't forget. You talking about your story? <laughs> Yeah. And we dank. No, I didn't forget. I was dealing with my own shit, man. I mean, I don't know if Zach edited it out or not, but my fucking movie was possessed. No, Mac had a really cool story that he just itching to tell everybody, and he's I like, forgot. don't forget. He didn't forget. Tell Fuck us. You. What is it? What happened? All right, so <clears throat> I was at a friend's house watching him do those fucking cool paint things where they paint, put shit on it, and torch the fucking paint with flames, and I was getting high, and... uh of course. Eating some pizza, as you know, as you know. And I was driving home, and I thought to myself... <laughs> I thought to myself, maybe we are in a simulator. Of course. Nothing is real. I'm high. I like how you just admitted that you were driving high, too. That's great. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had a driver. It wasn't me. It wasn't my weed, either. So... I'm driving, and he's driving me home, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, everything that we have dreamed of, everything that we've seen in movies, is coming this, true. This story isn't good. See, this is a story that would only be good if we were high when we hear it, because it's just not going to make sense that you're saying it now. I'm just trying to tell you guys, this is a fucking, we're in a simulator. Yeah, everybody thinks that sometimes. Do you hear me? Everybody thinks that sometimes. It's not oh, amazing. Okay. okay. Who directed this? I did. Did I see Guillermo del Toro's name on there in the credits there in that music video portion? No, no. it was Guillermo Navarro. Oh, I was Guillermo like, what? I was so distracted by Mac, and I saw that at my. Profile. They wanted us to think it was Guillermo del Toro. Look, that fucking that flag was spreading its legs, and they're burning it. It just wanted to be fucked. Zach, how could you ever forget that this is the one and only directorial credit debut of Mark A. Z. Dippy? Dippy. <laughs> what else did he do? Yeah, this is the only thing. Fucking shame. Yeah, see, he, he was he was like the triumvirate of nerds, along with Steve Spaz Williams and some other fuckers who pioneered all the CGI that went into Jurassic Park. And after that, they all got big dicks, thought they could actually start their own movie studio. So they, uh, and it's at the very end of the credits. If you watch all the credits, they have like pull your pants down productions or some bullshit. Oh, and uh, yeah. They debut with this because the, the idea at the time was like, listen, man, like we're going to throw out like all this traditional movie making, writing, directing. We need special effects motherfuckers to come in and direct movies because, you know, they're going to know how to integrate the special effects into such a great storytelling manner, which that's why we had the birth of Mark A.Z. Dippy. And then Mark A.Z. Dippy made this film. And then they watched it and they were like, everything we thought was fucking wrong. Exactly. He, do he doesn't have the eye for the special effects integration. Uh, you you see Spawn coming down in a big fucking CGI mess that's supposed to be his cape. It's like, what the fuck did we just do? We just gave the Dippy, uh, you know, $3 million to make this movie. Why would we do that? 
Hey, I was going to ask, is that really, do you know, know what the budget was for this flick? Because it looks like it was yeah. on a low budget, obviously. What was it? So this being a New Line Cinema flick, and this is part of the reason why some of the special effects are great and some of them are awful and terrible, was this movie started out with a budget of $20 million, right? But, oh. you know, the way the way New Line Cinema did, even back with the way they did originally with the original Nightmare on Elm Street, they set one budget and then they ended up spin up three times that. So this movie just slowly, they kept adding on more and more to the budget once, the, once Dippy and the gang were like, we need more CGI, more CGI. Mm-hmm. So it went from twenty million to eventually capped out at forty five million, and the bad mm-hmm. thing with that is the the original shit was supposed to be done by Industrial Light and Magic, which they still have like the main credit for the special effects on it. But then there's like they had to farm out at the last second because they're mostly running out of time and money, but running out of time, the effects, a lot of the the especially the shitty effects that you see in, in Hell and all that, they were done two weeks before the movie came out, so they were, they had to farm it out to all the like the lesser companies. So like this makes is, sense. Yeah, this movie gets slammed for bad CGI, but I won't even say it's a bad CGI movie. It's the most schizophrenic CGI movie yeah. ever made because you have some of the best ever, like ILMM, who did Jurassic Park, and then you have like these fuckers who like probably were doing bubblegum commercials at the ch- time, finishing in the movie up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a shame they didn't stay at that twenty million because it would have been a hit then. Because I'm reading here, it did almost eighty-eight million worldwide, so it almost quadrupled its budget, but. Yeah, have you gathered bad. your thoughts enough to give us some more of your story, Mac? I have not. It's gone. <laughs> I forgot. Fuck, I can tell Come he was, on, I can tell he didn't remember the story he wanted to tell when he started telling it. <laughs> He's just like, sorry. so I'm driving and I'm uh I'm like um <laughs> it'll hit me. Well, and what's funny is he was saying this before we hit record. You should have let me because we would have had it. <laughs> well, and he was like, well, don't forget. And then he, you even reminded me. You're like, hey, did you forget? I'm like, he wants to tell a story. Go for it. I don't know. <laughs> Look, Listen to how mad he is because I forgot. Yeah, you're so mad, bro. He loves my stories. Don't be mad. He's so mad at me. Hey, isn't that that's Sindel herself, man? You're molding right now. You're molding. Sindel, she had a gun. Dude, is that Gabe Logan? Gabe Logan from Siphon Filter? Hell yeah. He looks, oh, fucking scorpions, dude. He has a fucking uh, taser that can shoot uh, across the entire map. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And he has an ashtray full of scorpions and tarantulas. That's dope as Yeah, fuck. see, they're just trying to be edgy. Let's just put a bunch of edgy shit. Yeah, it's really try hard. I want that. I'm going to do that. You're going to come over to my house and I'm going to have that. You guys were talking about Clown earlier, but I think Michael J. White's a strong point. I think he's a he's underrated actor, and this is his big shot to be a leading oh, yeah, man. yeah, he's really good. This is his big shot to be a like a mainstream leading man, and it kind of fell through. And But he's good, man. He's a good support guy, and, and I like all his... I like a lot of his action movies that he does like on the B yeah. market, right? Um, but he's he's got charisma. You could tell this is like uh, an early 1999, 2000s like uh, comic book movie because it's like <clears throat> every character's over the top, the villains, <laughs> the heroes. And now everybody's like, oh, super gritty and realistic. Oh, God. Yeah, like <laughs> everything's that's... dry and fucking brooding. Yeah, fucking new Batman bullshit. That scene with Martin Sheen playing the, the evil boss, Jason Wynn, I think that was, I remember that was the first time. Um... I ever seen like you know noticed in a movie like an older guy with the super black shoe polish dye hair and shit. Mm. That's that's a good look. Like Al Pacino would later adopt it a few years after that. But uh, like when I get a little bit older, and my hair turns all gray. I'm gonna go super 
uh, black shoe polish dye hair. See, I can't wait till I start going gray. I'm just going to let it go. It looks cool to me. Before this podcast, I plucked a fucking white eyebrow hair. Yeah, it was because uh, I missed and got some cum on your little, little <laughs> tip of your hair. Sorry about that. His tippy tip. I don't have any gray hairs, man, and I just had a random gray hair in my fucking eyebrow, and I pulled that shit. Yeah, you don't, because you pull them all, and then they just grow back gray. You got hit by the corona. Yeah, that's a rumor, man. You pull one, you sprout two. Uh, it's not true. Uh, they just, there's just one grows back, and it's gray. That's why you just shave it all, and then you're good. My eyebrows? Hell yes. Yeah. Shave them off. Because then you're hitting them all. Like, what are they going to do about that? They ain't doing shit. Be donk. Just draw them in. Get them tattooed. Like Cain and see no evil. See, look, we're only 12 minutes into the movie. We're already uh, like seeing him die. <laughs> this is like watching a movie on Fast Forward. Yeah, I, I notice this. It, it, there is a such thing as a movie being too fast-paced. Like, if it seems like you're watching the, like, you're on episode five of Spawn, and it's like, previously on Spawn, and it seems like that's what you're watching, just the fucking, yeah, we're just we're just getting you up to speed. That's a little too quick. I don't know, man. The rules of script, uh, script writing dictate that you want that big inciting incident to happen around page 10, right? Fuck the rules. Anybody who abides by the rules is a fucking cunt. Yeah. I don't think this is where the movie fucking eats it. I mean, this is the least of its problems, it getting to the point where Al Simmons gets torched this fast. This hey, is the hey, least of its worst. By the way, what gun shoots fucking, like, oil like that? Ghostbusters 2 slime guns. Exactly. <laughs> that looks nothing like a slime gun, baby. It looks like green jizz. It looks like the slime. Not really. She just put an attachment on there. Just a little gasoline attachment. By the way, I came up with a drinking game for this uh, movie while I was rewatching it. I, I wrote it down. Let me. I want to make sure I say it how I originally thought. Okay, take a shot anytime Spawn mentions Wanda. Another shot when Spawn wow. responds to someone else mentioning Wanda with "Don't you touch her" and or "Stay away from her." Hey, this is. Oh, that was almost some new nightmare effects when Freddy was in the fire and he turned into that devil uh, in the CG. Hell yeah! But yeah, do those real shitty. He just yelled Wanda, so do that anytime you'll be fucked up through this movie. Doesn't he do it? Doesn't he do it when he first uh, returns to Earth and he just kind of out of nowhere, no one's listening to him, he just goes, Wanda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it, well, have you guys ever seen Lionheart? I fucking love Lionheart, right? Oh, yeah, me too. The Van Damme. Yeah, I remember it as shit. Fuck you, man. I love Lionheart. Uh, Joshua, dude. No, I love. That's a great flip. Joshua. But, Joshua. But there's a... <laughs> Uh, the lion! Who wants to fight the lion? Okay. Anyway, uh, there's that really random scene where it's totally overdubbed where he first gets off the boat, right? And uh, he's he's on the streets of New York and he's just walking and all of a sudden he kind of sighs and just goes, America. And it's like really fucking weird and uh, like nobody does that. Like, and, and I don't know if they were doing it for our sake. I'm like, I get you're in America. I've been paying attention. Like, he was going to America, and now that's clearly New York City. No, they gotta let you know everything, because the people that watch uh, action movies are stupid, so they gotta tell you everything you're seeing, so that make sure you kn- you're up to speed. Dude. I'm just fucking with ya! His rubber burn mask is so fucking horrible. I, I think he looks good. Yeah, yeah I, don't I think, think he looks cool. You should look at the eye holes. Dude, it's no, it's, it's no fucking worse than, like, the new Nightmare Freddy that came out a few years earlier. <laughs> God. It's better than that, actually. Well, see, I, I was going to say a point about that is I actually, when you do burn people in movies, I actually think it's better not to go the realistic route because, like, 
Mm-hmm. Like, people who are real burn victims, they get so much shit, and it's, like, so much, like, more harsh-looking than what they do in movies, where they just put a guy in a big rubber mask. It's, like, it's like that thing where it's it's kind of like the movie version of getting burned up, and I'd rather see that than, like, see them actually, like, with what New Nightmare tried to do, they try to use CGI and all this bullshit yeah. to exploit what real burn victims look like. And I, That was the remake, not New yeah. Nightmare. Oh, no, not, yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah, you're right. I was, I was talking about the one uh, with Jackie mm-hmm. Earl Haley. Where they're like, we're going to make them look like a real burn victim. I was like, oh yeah, so like all like the little kids out there that have like been burned, like they're considered monsters. <laughs> like good fucking job. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they had like uh, green shit on his face so that they can CGI a hole and stuff. See, uh, a new nightmare. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. His eyes glow green. Uh, the the savior guy, he has a green outline earlier. It's like, uh, is he Irish? You're gonna come up to Spawn and be like, oh, Spawn, you're luckily Irish. You steal me gold. <laughs> he did right now. Oh, hello, Spawn. It's me. Yeah. Well, they went so over budget with the special effects, but just like you said, like the weird green glow, like you could have saved money by not adding that because it actually makes the movie seem like way hokier and cheesier than it actually really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it sticks out like a sore thumb. It doesn't fit. But yeah, they're. They keep talking about now uh, McFarlane. He's talking about like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make the new movie. Do you think? Fuck like, him. Do you think that's gonna happen? Because like, I can't no. see them giving like unless it's no. completely independent. I can't see them letting a, a non-director direct a movie. I don't know what this guy would do if he wasn't his own biggest cheerleader for this fucking project. God bless him. You know, it keeps supposedly being on suicide. I want to live. And uh, I don't know. I, I had sent you guys the latest post that I don't know. I was making fun of him, but like he's he's really got his heart in it. Like I be- I believe you believe you're gonna get made. You know, it's gonna get made. I I believe in his, uh, you know, personal conviction about the flick, but it's just fucking not. I mean, does anybody really want a Spawn movie? Hell yes. I actually really do. No, I mean, it would be cool, but who's clamoring? I want a Spawn movie, and I want Marilyn Manson to do the entire soundtrack. But Spawn hasn't been relevant in fucking 20 years. Like, on a market, right? Speaking about the market. Was he relevant back when they made this? Kinda. He had an HBO show. He was kind. He had the toy line. He was way more yeah, out it, there. It was, it, it was. Honestly, Zach, it was huge back then, man. They had video games. I actually remember going to IGA, a grocery store that was like by my house, and they had uh, comic yep. books. And Spawn was always there. He was popular. Independent Grocers Association. He was. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was popular with the kids in my school when he was big. Yeah, there's a lot going on, man. But yeah. I'm saying, yeah, we're older guys, so yeah, it might be cool. I'd definitely be down to see it. But on a grand scheme of thing, what market is clamoring for a Spawn movie? I, I understand why no one's throwing money at him. And yeah, and that's his conditions, right? I direct it. I mean, dude, he's he's not really trying to play the game here. Unfortunately, it's a game. You gotta it's give give and take. Look at these goofy ass transitions. Yeah, they're re- they're really goofy, and th- that's how you can tell that they just cut the hell out of the movie when you when mm-hmm. you're having to put like weird CGI transitions just to make the scenes seem like they flow together, even though they don't. But like the thing I was gonna say before is like this movie, the way it's like kind of super glued and bubble gum together like like that's kind of the bad part about like once you get into the actual scenes like all this is actually like a good story to tell like mm-hmm. the way he's always creeping around he's all burned up and sad and shit like when i was watching this this morning i was like actually into the story of it but then like unfortunately the the awkward storytelling t- was like what was getting in the way you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's giving me usa network original series vibes though it kind of it's like the debut episode of the new spawn tv show it's just got a I don't know. Cheapness to it. Well, that's what we were just talking about. 
Yeah. 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 But I mean, that's what happens too when you get a you get a uh, first time director. These are TV show flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, which like they're flashing back to things that have been flashed back to like already like three times. So we already know all this shit. They had to remind us that Wanda is his love and he loves her. Yeah. So they they showed a little thing of them together and it says Wanda's my love. I love her. Yeah, even though we early on we clearly saw like him walking out of the house being married to her, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he says Wanda all the time. Where's the flashback with him and that dog again? They should do a flashback. <laughs> yeah, we got to say the dog, Spaz, Spaz, lovingly, lovely named after Steve Spaz Williams, the 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 superstar of the early CGI era. He did all the CGI for the mask, and they like they reuse actually some Jim Carrey mask effects later on with the clown. But yeah. So everybody just spaz, spaz, spaz. Let's, let's say this dog's name. You could do a drinking game yelling out spaz nonstop. When that, whenever like a green uh, light went across his face, I thought of the mask. Like whenever he looks at the back of the mask and the green light like shines through it. it it's. I mean, think about it. It's literally the same people who like make the effects, same company. Like, you know, they had all those assets still loaded in the computer. Like, they probably did this in the mask almost back to back, maybe like, you know, six months in between. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, you probably, it probably is, you're probably literally seeing the same green fucking glow <laughs> that was on Jim Carrey when he would like spin around and have like a maraca, a lady's maraca outfit on and shit. See, when I was watching it, I thought everybody seemed over the top, but the clown is the only one that seems realistically over the top. Like, I don't know why. Like, everybody else kind of has, like, maybe that uh, TV show uh, USA feel to their acting. But he, uh, he he's like, it works for him for some reason. Because that's how the clown is, baby. Like, this is a great example, but I actually miss this overly bright 90s film look where, like, it almost looks like porno lighting. I actually miss that in major movies. Yeah, now they always desaturate it. Like especially in horror movies, it's like, oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta make give a a green tint to the film. It makes it look more gritty. Yeah. It's like no, it don't. You know, you're watching a horror movie nowadays when it opens up and the character is sitting like at a table in their their backyard, like patio, and it's bright daylight, but yeah, you can barely see their face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, dude, action movies do that too. I mean, action movies want that that weird green tint. They want everything to be dim, and they want that shaky camera. And they have all these fucking crazy cuts all over the place to uh, uh, fake fake the effect that there's action going on because the camera's moving so much. Um, I was watching that new Terminator movie, right? Like Terminator Two was a pretty vibrant flick, even though a lot of it's set at night. There's so many blues going on and so much crazy shit. It looks neat, and that movie's just drab. It looks like every other Platinum Dunes type movie. Mm-hmm. And you go to the cinema, man, and sorry, the cinema, I don't know, the cinemas, they need, if they're going to survive all the nonsense that's going on right now, they kind of need an enema anyway, anyway, they need to come back and, um, I don't know, just have a little pride, man, because you go to the cinema and their shit's so dark, I mean, they're not even showing movies the yep. way they should be seen, you can't see shit, I don't remember what fucking movie, I got dragged to go see, um, uh, what's that, Mal, Mal- I can't say it, Maleficent, 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 yeah. Maleficent, yeah. Maleficent. I went, I got dragged to see, I know, I know what it's called. Dude, I get corrected on all the time. I can't, I stutter with it, but I saw the second one and I think the first fucking 15 minutes of it was at, at night or something. I couldn't see shit. Nobody could. It was pitch black. Yeah. I'm like, cause it was in the woods and it was dark. I'm like, we don't know what's going on. And that's a fucking problem, man. I mean, like, I don't want to pay $20 or whatever the fuck they charge. Even on IMAX, they try and get away with that shit. 
I agree, and that, like that's even been something that's come up the last couple of years. Um, I think the last movie that really like came out of it was um, the, that Star Wars movie Solo, and like basically the explanation was was like okay, like the cinematographers they like to shoot the shit dark or they like to color it dark in post production, and then when they you know cut the movie together, they're sitting on a, a professional level quality like you know, monitor where they, where they barely, like already they barely have the light level of where it should be, but then it goes into a movie theater where they have it set dim as fuck so that the bulb will last twice as long and exactly what you're saying, Aaron, like, it just looks like shit. It's, 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 it's not even just dark. Like, I hate, like, it sucks when it's overly dark, but it, when you, when you're watching in the cinema and it's like all turned down, it gets dark and mushy looking. I hate that washed out mushy fucking can't see like no definition in the shadows look of it. You know, we are now seeing some of the greatest effects ever laid to film. Oh, look at him. Oh, amazing. Malabolgia, the, the demon devil whose mouth does not move <laughs> they didn't even bother which, trying to which, which I, I mean and, and they keep like showing him from like the nose up avoiding showing his mouth not move but shouldn't he just have his jaw actually shut it's always like wide open <laughs> like just have his jaw shut and ha- have the story be that he's uh communicating telepathically yeah do you guys think uh, when michael jai white was dressed up look in his flesh suit listen yeah, i know it's for, do you think when he was in this flesh suit in this green room doing this <laughs> acting this is what he envisioned this is gonna look like in post probably Oh, he couldn't have imagined something this amazing looking. I mean, it was 1996 when he filmed this, so he probably was imagining it looking shitty. The army of spawns, if you if you zoom into them, it yeah. looks just like the Dance of Death album cover. I actually like the army of spawns, because if you look at them closely, especially on a big TV where you can see them better, like, they're all, like, doing gyrating different movements and all, like, writhing, like, all erotically. It reminds me of the old 16-bit wrestling games, and it's the crowd. Mm-hmm, the audience, the crowd. like, the... Fu- <laughs> The repeating, <laughs> the repeating little sprites, and they're all doing fucking something retarded. Or like an old school <laughs> Mortal Kombat level, where th- there's background stuff. Yeah, it's NBA actually games. It's actually what I was really thinking, but but anyway, on the on to end the thing about the theaters. Who can blame anybody for wanting to stay home, man? I got fucking 4K TVs, OLED TVs that I know <laughs> it's gonna look good, man. I'd rather watch something on 4K these days. Honestly, I love the cinema as far as like what I think it should be and what I will, you know, used to love about it, but it's, it's bullshit half the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, honestly, theaters are better when they're using film, not because film is even inherently better because yeah. it does get scratched up and shit, but they cared more about the presentation back then. Like they would actually use the curtains to mask the screen to show you the movie in its proper aspect ratio. I hate going into theaters now with digital projectors and they literally are showing the movie letterbox with black bars on the top and the bottom on the screen. That's not how you're supposed to present commercially a widescreen film. You're supposed to show it actually taking up the whole fucking space of the screen. It's just it's just bullshit how lazy they gotten. But I don't know what movie it was I saw in the last year. It was it was some new movie, but in the middle of the flick, it stopped and the whole fucking uh, theater screen went. It reverted to a Windows home screen. It was a fucking computer. It was like fucking Zach's bullshit. I've never had that happen. That's fucking. And it kind of takes you out of it. I'm like, oh, you mean I just paid the last time twenty bucks to wa- the last time I went to the theater? They, uh, I noticed that like the screen like shifts, like somehow it like changes to match yep. the aspect ratio. So yeah, some of them yeah. might not do that. That's fucking weird. But yeah, like it's fucked up. They used to have it on film. Now you're, they're just showing you a file, so it's no different than just staying yeah. at home. Is that Guy Fieri? 
Sorry. Yeah, I thought that too when I saw that, but it's actually not him. It's like bootleg Guy Fieri and bootleg Chino Marino fucked each other. <laughs> and caned. <laughs> I watched you came. I have to say, this is weird too. Exactly. Hey, Zach. What? Do you want a uh, lifetime subscription to keep solid VPN for $39? Fuck yes. Fucking it's 80% off right now, what baby. The f- yeah. Where the fuck See, did that come from? Military grade. Hey, we came up with a yes. Let me let me explain that. We came up with a great way to sell products on our show without anybody knowing they're being sold products. Exactly. No, I'm just joking. Max just high as fuck. I don't know why he said that. Yeah, I don't either. Mm-hmm. Continue on. Yeah, I was gonna say. I thought this scene was weird. Where it's supposed to be the clown is showing him like trying to get it through his head that he actually died right so he's showing him the shock of his burned up corpse in the in the ground but it was it, it's like it's totally like they didn't even shoot it this way but just to put an extra like oof into it they had a cgi skeleton hand for a second jump up and grab him by the throat and i'm just like why would his own body be attacking him it makes no fucking sense <laughs> they just showed him like lean down and there was no hole that he dug up they just added in like a little shot of him digging it up and the body wasn't even six feet under like, uh, I don't know why they did it. The one thing I do like about his weird burn makeup, though, is if you look closely and, like, when it's lit up a little bit better, is I like how, like, kind of his forehead and around his cheeks, it, it's like the outline of the spawn mask already burned into his skin. I never noticed. That looks yeah. uh, fucking terrible. But the, the, the fucking costume's cool looking when it's on him. It is. Yeah. When you... Are a burn victim like that? Does it make your head the shape of a potato? Oh. <laughs> like that? Look at his head's a potato now. See, but is, is, he's not literally a burn victim. They're like, okay, this is what's weird about it. You just saw his body that was like charred to like literally skeleton and ash. So like, it's not even that he's like burned by the fire of like when they burned him up. He's just supposed to be supernaturally charred from the fires of hell or something. Yeah, from, that's what they know. all look like in hell. Yeah. If you put those little John Lennon glasses on him, he looks like Butterball from Hellraiser. He's got a fucking bean head. <laughs> Hell yes. Fuck yeah. Fucking Michael Jai White's gonna sue you. Fucking that's me. I thought it was weird when that movie Black Panther came out and they're like, it's never been done before in history. Nobody's ever thought to do it. The first African uh, American superhero, exactly. like whatever character. And I'm just like, this and Blade came out, I think, in the same year, or at the very least, like a year apart from each other from the same fucking studio. So it's like. They're showing their hands. See, they're the real racists. They're the ones that are going to forget about it two years from now, just like they did Spawn and Blade. Yeah. yeah, that was really silly. I mean, I mean, I can understand them forgetting about fucking Spawn, but Blade was a hit. 1998, I think. Yeah. It was a hit. It had a fucking trilogy that declined in quality, but like still, how yeah. soon people forget and just ADD. But um, And Michael Jai White, he actually petitioned for the role of Black Panther. Mm. I remember, because that was like in the mice. They were talking about Black Panther... When the MCU first fucking started, I think. I mean, it was already bubbling for the longest time. And I remember, it can't be the MySpace days, because that's way too old. I think my fucking memories are just getting all spliced together. But it was on social media, and I remember it going around. And I also remember Ernie Hudson was cast in it officially at some point. And I have to believe that Forrest Whitaker took his role. Because I don't know who else he would have fucking played. Just the only other old black guy. I always remember rumors. I mean, this is like way before the Marvel like universe started or whatever but i remember also too like this is a great effect 
Oh, is all this shit of Wesley Snipes want to be Black Panther too? That that shot is almost in focus, but look, he actually eats this. That's fucking disgusting. There's no cut there. It's just mealworms. I mean, it's not gonna kill him. It's not that bad. Anyway, what? What were we saying? No, I was just saying they were always saying Wesley Snipes was like, you know, putting his name out there. He wanted to play Black Panther, like around the Blade timeline. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and then. He was even. It felt like he was even gaining steam about returning his blade with the MCU, even down to like him yeah. confirming he was having meetings with like Kevin Feige and all that stuff. Um, Which how weird is it that like they paraded uh, Mahershala Ali, who like just came off from like winning all these acting awards, they're like he's our new blade, and I was kind of like, oh, he is. Like like what's he going to be in? We have no TV show announced. We have no movie announced. We have no plans to put him as blade in anything. But he's the MCU blade, like. What, like what the how, how do you announce a guy as a character when he has no project to play the character in? That's fuck. Yeah, it's weird. Um, well, they're always uh, you know they got the the entire thing mapped out before the you know we even know it. Uh, so eighty years from now, they already uh, know what they're gonna put him in. Apparently, I I don't think I don't think it would have been off putting to cast Wesley Snipes again. You know, I, I maybe maybe marvel feels that there's been such a space of time that he wouldn't relate with the young generation like nobody knows who he is or whatever and he fucking went to jail for a while and his career's been shitty ever since that third blade movie you know it's been in the toilet but uh i i it makes me wonder it wouldn't be weird because they announced sam raimi's doing that new uh multiverse doctor strange flick now i wonder if they'd be so ballsy now that they're kind of in bed with sony a little bit to do like the split timeline shit Right, the Secret Wars bullshit, and like the instant Sam Raimi's there, he could actually he could actually have like the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. You know what? What they, there's nothing that says they couldn't do that someday. That wouldn't take ballsiness. That would take palsy. It'd have to be palsy to do that. Palsiness? That's not nice. That's not nice. <laughs> I'm going to hell. <laughs> yeah, you are. And so is he. Max, like finally something for me on this commentary. <laughs> I'm going to be like Spawn, though. I'm going to be like Spawn, though. He's going to be like, will you lead my army? And I'll be like, yes! Yes, I will! Lead your army! Anything for what? I'll say that, too. And he'll be like, I saw that fucking (laughs) shitty movie. That's not even real. That's not how I look. How did you do that? Anything for Wanda? Will you say that again? Anything for Wanda! It was funny. I don't know. It's it's a lot like uh, the original uh, God of War when he's like, uh, Ares! There's nothing you could do to stop me. I will save my family. He says just like that. It's amazing. I will save my family. Like Krang? Yeah. Okay. No status. Yeah, I know. You can be my president. Oh, just a heartbeat of bay. Not bad. I know. It's dumb. The best voice, though, is Baxter Stockman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't even do him. He just sounds like a wiener. They got the perfect yeah. wiener to do that voice. A skinny wiener. Oh, Shredder. I don't even know how he does it. He's like a whiny little nerd. He's like... <laughs> I loved on the, the Turtles, man. I love... Remember the episode of Rex 1, the RoboCop basically ripoff? Yeah. And I like how at the end, Irma like was taking him on as a bow and she he was taking her out to a date and she had programmed him like i my <laughs> i am programmed to serve and protect and she kind of like gave him a slap oh and take irma to the movies and she's like oh he's such a dreamboat and I, even as a kid that was not lost on me like is she gonna get fucking plowed by a fucking robot fuck yes probably is she that hard up it's crazy to think 
Why wouldn't you? Oh, that which reminds me, uh, what did you uh, buy with your Yang Bucks, uh, goat? You mean my government Yang Bucks? <laughs> um, uh, I ordered some movies. I got Hell some in yeah. the mail today. I got Pet Cemetery Two. I'm gonna get Blu-ray that finally. Yeah, I never thought it would come out. Question, goat? Did you get the, the yeah. slip cover with it still? Because it's pretty new. Yeah, yeah, it was shrink wrapped on there, and um, okay, good. And I also just bought it from like, uh, um, like a like not like a guy in his house, but a professional eBay seller who has like thousands of movies. So sometimes it, it, it's a gamble when you buy movies from there if they have the slip cover or not. I was thinking of getting Spookies too. I've seen it once. Yeah, I haven't got Spookies yet. It came out on Blu-ray. It'll probably go out of print pretty quick. I don't know. Think about it. Another movie I got in the mail today was uh, Come Back to the Five and Dime, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean. You guys ever see that movie? I've heard about it. It's got uh, our boy Jesse in there. Yeah, it's, it's his acting debut. It's dank, baby. Dank AF? Dank is Cher and a bunch of old women hanging out at an old grocery store. It's, wow. Does Does Jesse show his cock in it? That's all I need to know. He doesn't show his cock, but uh, his character, he, he like it's one of those things... You know, sometimes they they have, like, different actors in the same movie play, like, the younger and older version of the character. Mm-hmm. Like, it really fucked me up the first time I seen it on, on TV because, like, a lot of shit was cut out to put commercials in it. So, this is my first time being able to see it all the way through. But I was really confused because, like, his character who's, like, he's basically, like, the the only guy that hangs out with this group of teenage girls. And then they do the flash forward, like, whatever, 20 years, 10 years and then all of a sudden, his character is played by a legit woman. So his his arc is that he had a sex change in the movie. Oh, that's sexy. See, that's something you don't see every day. Remember back in the day, you you get a brand new movie, you put it in. You always saw that screen yep. that said, hey, this movie's been uh, edited. To f- it's been, you know. Fit this fit- screen. Yeah, fit ma- <laughs> we formatted it to fit your screen. They, they don't do that no more. Yeah. Nope. And that was shitty, whatever they showed on TV and be like, yeah, we cut shit out so that we could put commercials. You're not even seeing the yeah. whole thing. They cut out half the story to put my cards. And then, like, I also ordered, uh, I had the DVD, but I ordered the Blu-ray version. I think Severn put it out of The Boys Next Door, that's, that serial killer movie with Charlie Sheen. It's really good. Oh, yeah. And then also, uh, our boy, uh, actually, the son of Martin Sheen, our boy Emilio Estevez, ordered the Blu-ray of Free Jack. That's a sci-fi classic. Dog. Emilio Estevez, I would fuck him. Oh, you, she's dressed up like the Green Ranger. Never seen Free Jack. She was wearing a Green Ranger dress. No, nah, I know I, with Mick Jagger, right? I've never actually seen Anthony yeah. Hopkins, right? I never actually seen it. Yeah, yeah. I know it was a total fucking tank of a movie, a flop, right? But it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, like if if you if you like stuff. I mean, it's not as like obviously corny as this movie, but if you like that vein of '90s corny like <laughs> minor action movies that come out, like basically the plot is uh, he's a race car driver and he's he's going to die in a wreck. So, like, they, in the future, they can go back with time travel and just pull somebody's body out right before they die. So, he get, basically gets teleported to the future, and, like, they basically are chasing him and trying to, you know, capture him so they, they can put uh, Anthony Hopkins, who is an old man who's dying, they're going to put his consciousness in Emilio Estevez's uh, body. It's pretty dank. Genius. That's exactly what they should have done to Paul Walker. We need Paul Walker. I agree with that. Maybe who knows? Maybe they did. Maybe it's like in twenty forty seven, some old guy is walking around in Paul Walker's body. Hell yeah, I'd come. Or Futurama predicted it, and we'll all be like floating heads in mason jars filled with weird liquid. Oh look, look on. at that CGI 
Oh, yeah. it's amazing. The cape, everything, the chains, yeah. Dank. I always feel like the chains like go back into his body way too quick in this movie. <laughs> like, you, like they should be like he should be like swinging them around more and like attacking people. But he always like shows them and then they can just kind of fly back into his body. Well, he doesn't use them. It's like worth. It's like uh, it's like weapons in, in in old cartoons and shit like that. Like the X Men. Like hey, I'm gonna I'm Wolverine. I'm gonna show my claws to threaten you. But then like I might open a door with it. But then when I'm I'm yeah. gonna throw you. I'm gonna put them back in my yeah. my, my hands. They just go you. right back in there. Yeah, they were they yeah. were clearly setting this up for a sequel because it implies that he he learns how to use his uh, his powers at the end of the movie or towards the end of the movie. Right. And they did make a sequel, but it was like cartoon because they couldn't make it for a movie. Right. What I really liked though about like the comic book and cartoon though is that he knew his powers were finite, and when he used up all like in the comic book, they always had that clock ticking down of like every time he uses powers, like it ticked down a little more of the clock. Mm-hmm. So like I actually always liked Spawn that he didn't always just use magic; like he always had like a big arsenal, of machine guns and shit. Which he does get guns in this movie, but he hardly does anything with them because like, he doesn't realize his magic's going to run out. I remember that was something they Im- uh, implemented into the video games for the movie. That like once you start using the magic, like it's it's on a time limit and you'll lose it. And I was like, I fucking hate that. And I never <laughs> like apparently there was one really good spawn game and it was for the Dreamcast. I never had a Dreamcast. Yeah, I had that. It, it wasn't even like a story one unless there was a second one. But the one I have for Dreamcast, it was like you just battled all the monsters in an arena, and like you would just like run around them and shoot them with guns. It was dank though; it was pretty addictive. That was, that's kind of funny. It shows his uh, fucking bullet holes disappear, and he goes, "Damn!" Yeah, he just looks right at the camera and says, uh, "Donk." See, I, I imagine <laughs> like if I ever go down on Michael Jai White, he would say the same thing after I make him nut. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> That's my dream. I pictured it, but I pictured it in him with, with the prosthetics and the costume on. Exactly. I'd make him wear it when he fucks me. Hey, if you're, if you, I get it, he's not like a burn victim necessarily. But if you were a burn victim, you'd think the penis would be the first thing to just melt away, right? You don't have a penis anymore, do you? Guar, <laughs> baby. No, right? no, you don't. It'd be like Temple Doom and just. Bleh. He just made his cock belt buckle uh, bite her leg, though. Yeah, yeah, that was dank. I wish this fight between them two would have would have lasted longer. Oh yeah. Did you, did you guys back then like uh, Melinda Clark from uh, Return of Living Dead Three? Is that her? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is Ooh, that her? Is. Oh, it is I her. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I was thinking it was Sindel, but you're right. It is. <laughs> they look the same. It looked like the Sindel actress. Yeah. Oh, that is her. I fucking never knew that, man. Uh, yeah, I beat off to I beat off to Return of the Living Dead three a couple of times back in the Skinamax days. Oh yeah, many times. Yeah, many times. See, I want to see amalgamation of her wearing that leather suit with the fucking shit going through her skin. That'd be hot. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I used to love Return of the Living Dead three. Man, they were playing Street Fighter two, yeah. those Mexican cholos in the gas station, and I was a kid playing oh, Street yeah. Fighter two as well. Like when I first saw that movie, I saw it when it came out on Cinemax and. Dude, that was like the, the era of, of Street Fighter 2 on home consoles. And, and I'd be like, oh, man, they're playing my game. And he was like, oh, man, he's almost to level 7. And I'm like, they're, I don't know what he means by level 7. They clearly have never really played the game. But Yeah, there's, yeah. No, <laughs> no, there's a bunch of shit like that in that movie The Wizard, too. Like, uh, they're playing, like, a cabinet of, like, Street Fighter. And he's sitting there, like, pushing the buttons like he's playing. But then it's showing, like, the, the opening cutscene where you, you're not actually playing it's just showing the guys coming and picking up the girl and walking off with her 
Yeah, it's fucking the only. Pro- oh, I remember uh, what was it? Charlie's Angel, one of those Char- the Charlie's Angels movie, that shitty one with Bill Murray. Uh, there was kids. I think I think that's the right movie. There was kids that were uh, playing Final Fantasy VIII, but they were both playing together yep. and they were fucking in it, like like they were playing Tekken against each other. I'm like, there's only one yeah. person playing this right now, and even then, you're you're kind of waiting to take your turn at that. So I don't know what you guys are all excited about. As soon as Tom Green was out of fucking that movie, Charlie's Angels, I stopped watching it. The only, no, I like it. The only movie that <laughs> he's only in the beginning of the movie. The only movie that <laughs> got uh, their facts right about video games was Ernest Eight Level Mario Brothers, right? Oh yeah. To insinuate, hey, uh, this just shit's this shit's real. Cause he's badass, baby. Because fucking uh, our boy fucking Jim Varney, he uh, he is the dankest of the dank. He is the fucking Omega of Mario Brothers. You want to know what I bought with my uh, fucking Yang Gang bucks? Whoa. I got a fucking flashlight. I went. I was like, why not? Really? <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to review it. I'm going to review it on the show. I'm going to tell you how good it feels. Wait, you've already used it? Not yet. You should do a video, man. Post a, a rare video on the YouTube of you giving like a, an overview of it. Now, you don't have to use oh, it yeah. in a video. It's not like a how-to. Oh, no, I'm going to demonstrate. Yeah, yeah, just set just set the camera up like on your face so we can't really see what's going on, but we can see your facial reactions. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they'll use it against me when I'm running for president. Yep. I'll give them shit to use against me. Did you just get, like, the base model that's, like, purple or yellow or whatever? Or did you get the one that's, like, modeled after a real person? I got the one that's modeled after a real person. Who? Who is it modeled after? Um, Janice Griffith. Griffin. The fuck is that? Griffith. She's a bub. I got that one. Wait, you get to choose who you want? Like, how did you, like, was it online? Like, yeah, it's on the website. Yeah. What website did you use? I mean, fleshlight.com. <laughs> They're paying our bills. I am, I am promoting them right now. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Okay, oh, I've never, I've never seen her before. I'm not, I don't really watch. But she's, she, I, I've typed in her name, and the first thing I got was this picture of her fucking. <laughs> she's got the nutsack of a black guy in her mouth, and she's like going cross-eyed, and she's making the derpiest face ever. <laughs> That's Zach. That's Zach yes. But she does that. No, I'm confused, dude. There's more than one picture. There's another one where she's once again, she's licking a nutsack, and she's going cross-eyed. Like what the fuck's wrong with Hell her? Yeah. Oh yeah, I see that too. He likes he wants his tongue punched, fucking his fart box punched by her, man. Hell yes. D- now I'm just I'm confused. Like, do you get to choose who you want, or did, did they just have like a couple different ones? Well, it's um, whoever it's whoever like leased their fucking likeness, right? Because they do plaster yeah, casts yeah. and molds and shit. It's like limited editions, right? Like they have like three or four different ones at one time. Those are sell out, and then they go make new ones based on new people. Yeah, they got like uh, Mia Melikov or whatever her name is. Was oh, it, fuck. They have her too? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, I like her. How much are they? Um, I think they're more expensive than the normal ones because they're like. Yeah, they're usually about 20 or 30 bucks more. Well, how much did you pay, Zach? Just fucking tell us. Yeah, I, I, mine costs like 93 bucks. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck, dude. You better everything. put a review on that motherfucker. You better clean that good, maintain its uh, quality. Hell yeah. I was like, yeah. man, if Trump is paying for me to put my dick in this and nut in it, I'll let him. Just <laughs> how sweet that Yang game money would be. Oh not every month, though. Hey, when you're done with it, let me borrow it. Oh, gosh. You know what's funny is we we, oh, we like to uh, like imply that, like, oh, yeah, Trump's giving us money, but it's just our money. It's just money that isn't yeah. going towards a fucking fighter jet that can't fly. But we're, he, yeah. they're giving it to us this time. 
Okay. Yeah. I honestly think you should make some sort of video, just a quickie f- five minute video, and actually put it on YouTube. Do a review on it, like have it in the box. Exactly. An, an opening. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, you, you you dance around the fucking uh, YouTube police. Please, it could be an ad for fucking Revival House. That would be perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! A fucking ad. We could add our own ad, and it's him. Hello, and he just fucking talks about Revival House. Do you want to pay ninety bucks yeah. to bust a nut? This is the way to do it. Yeah. Listen to our podcast. I wonder, Zach. It's it's kind of like how they say guys that maybe whack off too much. It, it, it somewhat desensitizes them a little bit to like sex, you know, you know, it kind of fuck it. What if you get so used to that pocket pussy and you can't even like whack off normal anymore, right? You just beat off in your pocket every time. Then I better keep it clean, baby. And what if you ever got married in the future and you're like, you know what? I mean, I kind of got the feeling of a pussy, but also the convenience of being able to do it how I want to do it in one in this pocket pussy. I don't need you either. See, if I ever get married, I will beat my own ass at that point. <laughs> You make a, Why not uh, have them both? You can fuck both. That, that's oh, is do they? I don't like. I said you might know better than me, but do they make weird ass fucking three way videos like guy fucks wife and pocket pussy? You, dude, are you like? Were you born in your house? Like, were you not like let out? I just I stay away from that shit. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, I don't look up porn stuff. He's a proud incel. He's repping it. I yeah. I'm sure. so confused. Like, I feel like he's punking me right now. Every month is no not November for him. He's a goody two-shoes, little bitch. Dude, if your wife gets pissed off at you for having a fucking pocket pussy, there's something wrong with the relationship, dude. Oh, I didn't say there's anything wrong with it. I mean, it's it's no different than them having... Well, I mean, you're like acting as if he can't have both. I'll let her use it. I'll I'll use her vibrators, too. It's fine. Fuck it. You'll use her vibrators? Hell yeah. Yeah. They'll take turns on each other. Set it on my ball sack while I'm fucking the pussy. Zach, do you think the clown is hot when he's dressed as a cheerleader? Oh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. See, this is just like a scene from amazing. fucking... This is basically a scene from The Pest. He forgot what movie he was on the set of. They just had to Dude, put looks that like in a there. fucking arcade video game. Oh, look right here. We're going to see him from his profile, and we're going to see his Chad-ass jawline. He's got a Chad jawline. Wait for it. You're going to come when you see this. It's just begging to be nutted on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. His jaw is like 40 feet long. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's a Chad jawline, baby. (laughs) I'm assuming this is one of the the effects finished a week before it came out. Exactly. He's got to beat those Stacys off with a a stick with that Chad jawline. Yeah. Is that what that fucking meme is supposed to be? That little white drawing guy with the big chin? Is that Chad? Is that the official Chad? Yeah. The mascot of Chad? Okay. It's a, it's like an incel term. They, they refer to all these guys that get all the girls as Chads and all the girls that don't sleep with them or as Stacys. The Stacys fuck the Chads. I've heard. I know what Chad is, but I didn't know that fucking meme was actually supposed to be the mascot of the Chad. <laughs> There, I, I sent I sent Mac and Aaron a, a picture of the Chad guy, and then it's right next to the country Chad, and it just it's shaped just like the Chad's head. It's got to be on the cover of the podcast. <laughs> it's amazing. Put it on the the DP. Okay. Made me come. Oh yeah, I want that doll. It's a dank doll. See, I it thought is. they were uh, they were gonna you know imply that like oh that dog controls the kids somehow like the fucking ooze from uh the power rangers movie fucking uh ivan ooze uh gunk that he gave to the kids but no it doesn't it's actually a pocket pussy exactly you you screw the head off and you can fuck the body 
<laughs> I would buy that. I like the way you think. Exactly. See, if we ever make action figures of Magazac, that should be like what, like the the selling point. Nah, we should. He should. You fuck him from the ass end, and his eyes and mouth are open, and fucking ooze comes out. Oh yeah, be fucking great. The, the cummies just drains out of the mouth, so it's easy cleanup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I uh, I killed the commentary with my talk of fucking uh, pussies, pussies. <laughs> pussy thing. Well, once you transition to that, yeah, we're all we're no. Actually, what we're doing is we're all all right, guys. We got to get off. Amazon I think everybody, or, yeah, whatever the website was, we got to get off of it. Uh, Pocketpussies.com, Yeah, everybody's thinking like, hey, I, I guess I got like ninety bucks. I guess I could spend it on a pussy. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was looking one up. I was, you know, I wanted to see what that'd be like. Yeah, I always thought, like, yeah, man, I, I, I fucking, you just dirty up shit, like, uh, you, you coming on your, on your clothes and shit. Socks. Yeah, you coming on, uh, you, you're wiping your nut off on your pillowcase. It's like now, you know, you could just do it into this and then put it under the fucking water and it's all good. See, this is good. This guy, he gets mad at his fucking son because he ate a rotten sandwich and, and fucking his gag reflex spit it out and he gets fucking pissed off. Like, how dare you? He says it weird. It's like, it, like it's rotten. Yeah, I always find it yeah. weird. Well, it's funny too. How the dad has like a southern accent all of a sudden. He's just like, he's like, you think you're too good to not be eating the rotten sandwiches I'm giving you, son? Like, yeah, oh, no. I think his dad's fucking <laughs> retarded because usually your fucking gag reflex it just works. Is it? You're not triggering it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny how they had like the green, uh, you know, icing or coloring dye like spread all over the the bread. Exactly. <laughs> like it was just like long streaks of mold. Like mold actually starts in a dot and works its way out. It doesn't yeah. create itself in long streaks. And then Spawn comes up to fucking defend the kid's honor and he's all cucked for his dad. He's like, don't kill him. He's my dad. What a cuck. <laughs> that's a cunk. Fuck, yeah, that's a cunk. Now, this is a weird plot twist where they put a pacemaker in the Martin Sheen so that if if he if Spawn actually kills him... You know, it's like his insurance policy to make sure Spawn can't kill him. They put this thing in his heart, whereas if his heart stops beating, it will upload to a computer and then release the deadly virus. It's weird that we're covering this movie during this time because <laughs> it, the weird side plot is all about a deadly virus that's going to take over the world. I blame this movie. Fuck it. We did it, guys. We did it. We were trying to stay away from that. Aaron said he wanted to stay away from that, and we fucking did it. Yeah, it still ended up in the movie we did anyway. Jesus. Yeah, other, other than Contagion and Outbreak, you guys pick like the number three movie. <laughs> but Aaron, and it's, where even, are you? it's even called like Heat 16 instead of COVID 19. It's Heat 16. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. That's funny. It's fucked up. So that's the plot twist. It is a plot twist. Is Aaron still here? Did he? Yeah, fucking... I'm here. I'm, I'm letting it breathe, baby. I thought he left and went to buy a pussy. Aaron, I listen did. to me. Are you okay? Are you high? I'm great. No, I'm good. Are you sure? He's ordering his Mia Makova. Are you? Yeah, are you ordering a fucking pocket pussy right now? I think I just found my chi after, you know, I told you guys in the live stream I had a bit of a, a freak out a couple days ago. Uh, and I'm just, I'm finding my center, man. I'm better today. Hell yeah. He found his chi. I'm good. I don't need pot. I found my chi. You mean your Kai? 
But you could smoke pot and it'd probably work a little better. And it'd be funnier, too. His hair's not black anymore. Oh, yeah, it is. Never mind. I had a funny realization while I was at work the other day. I was like, you know what? I was thinking about like uh, the weird fucking, uh, the time I, the first time I smoked the weeds because I was listening to the Mac and Zach episode. Yeah, I listened to our own episodes. Uh, what of it? But yeah, we got to the point where we were talking about the first time we got high. And I was thinking, like, you know what? Uh, you know, you don't need to get drunk. Or get high to have a good time. But I can, I can really say with complete 100% certainty that all the times in my life that I was laughing my ass off, it would have been funnier if I was high. I can say that completely, <laughs> like, just, there's no doubt about it. I probably would have forgotten it a lot quicker, but it would have been funnier. And that's why you just got to record for a podcast every time you get high. No, because then it doesn't fucking make sense to anyone else. So I'm sitting here fucking laughing at stupid shit. And you guys are just like, fuck this guy. Hey, exactly. Really quick, we it passed sucks. it. We passed it. But that lead surgeon, was that Todd McFarlane with the mask? I couldn't tell, but it kind of looked like his. Yes, it was. Was it? Okay. Was it? That's hilarious. Because he plays the homeless guy in a little bit, too. Yeah. Okay. Because that looked like him. It's just like with the COVID, man. These fucking, uh, these people are like, they, they, the whistleblowers are saying, hey, we don't have enough masks. And then they're losing their jobs. Yep. So he, he went from fucking being Fuck, a surgeon dude. to a homeless guy real quick. It's a fucking plot twist. Isn't that great? Like, uh, the, it makes sense now. The, the, the richest country on earth, we, we have these pictures of uh, doctors wearing fucking, uh, you know, trash bags. That's funny. That's just, that's the kind of absurd you can't write. It's just, uh, it's a simulator, baby. I'm telling you. The whole world's a simulator. If I wrote that in a script as a satirical thing, it would be too stupid. It'd be too on the nose. It's pretty amazing. See, but under normal circumstances, Zach, they, they expect the price gouging that they do for healthcare to keep people out of the hospitals. That's oh, why they ran yeah. out of masks. They only go through like five or six masks or gowns a year because nobody can afford to actually come into the hospital normally. But now that people have no choice, they're fucked. Exactly. See, we were playing the fucking Resident Evil 3, and the first time you see the nemesis, he's wearing a trash bag on his head. Coincidence? I think not. Holy fuck, man. This is all just connecting. And that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. The story I was trying to tell you guys. It's a fucking simulator. We're in a fucking simulator. We're all sitting in a line with the fucking goggles on. Someone's playing a fucking game. Someone's playing Sims 4 real life. Somebody's like, oh, we're going to upload spawn commentary into the Matrix on these uh, four guys right here. It'll be funny. Exactly. Yeah, somebody requested spawn and they got pocket pussy instead. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's how you know. They're going to love it. They're going to be like, hell yeah. Well, I think you're going to disappoint a lot of people if you don't make a video about it. You got to, man. Yeah. I don't want to just hear oh, about yeah. the podcast. You got to make a video. It'd be fucking awesome. Uh, fucking, uh, the, the, the podcast will be better, I think. I don't. No. What's good about a video? Can I be? I want to be on the podcast when you do it. Oh, yeah. We're going to do it on Mag and Zach. And I want you to use it. While we're recording. Okay, do it on Mac and Zach. Yeah, use it while we're recording. Let, let me know what episode it is and I'll skip it. I I don't want to listen to it. No, you're going to put it right in your spank bank. That's all he's going to do. Dude, we got to get shit-faced drunk and do it. Just for the hell of it. But then I can't get a boner to fuck it. <laughs> you could, dude. Just put on some porn real quick. Mac's going to help you out. I'll help you. I'll talk to you. You can even put on Mac's porn. Yeah, Mac's going to be, be your fluffer. fluffer. He's gonna be your fluffer. Exactly. I'm gonna be paying your. Uh, I'm gonna be giving you your uh, stimulus checks. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> hey, is it just me or does the clown have a dank ass fucking haircut? I should try that. 
Yeah. He looks like he came off Space Jam. He could play Sweet Tooth if they ever made a Twisted Metal game. Hell yeah. Movie. Oh, this is this is actually the good special effects. Like once he turns into Violator, Violator looks awesome because fuck yeah, yeah. Some of the close-up shots they use a giant puppet. Dude, I was the, so obsessed with this. Yeah, but when they use it, Violator actually was my favorite character from the whole Spawn thing. I had some of the comics, and I actually bought the Violator little he toy. Looks, but when they made it, yeah, they made it like a bendy thing. He looks way better than the devil does, and he's not the devil. Yeah, he does. Well, and it also works in their favor that they're keeping it dark and at night, too, and all that shit. But yeah, it looks cool. Zach, you yeah. know, have you seen that Kokomo toy store or heard about it? Hell no. No, nobody has but you and the five people that live in Kokomo. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's all over the place. I've talked about it before. Okay. Like, ICP has gone there. Twisted has gone there. Twisted? Hilarious. Twisted, they're the fucking bastion <laughs> yeah, they of fucking, uh, you know, famous people. They go to Kokomo. Get their well, toys. they had the fucking... They had the their toys. They had the fucking spawn in there, and they had like it came with him and the the clown for five bucks. Hell yeah! I was like, fuck yeah! Hell yeah! He pulled that thing out. And it looked like his commies shot out his green commies. Hey, when you were talking about uh, a twisted metal movie and Sweet Tooth, you guys remember like five, six, who knows how many fucking years it was when they announced a twisted metal TV show was in development, and then nothing ever came of it. Yeah. Oh gosh. I don't remember that. Todd McFarlane is the bum right there. Twist Metal Black, though. Hell yeah. Is this Todd McFarlane? Yeah, he's okay. a bum. At first he handed him his gun, and then he walked by him, and he was like, oh, standing back. Uh, so, you think he's related to the guy that makes uh, fucking, uh, what's it called, uh, all those shows, the cartoon shows? No. Uh, it's Seth McFarlane? Seth McFarlane. Yeah. One of them is McFarlane, and one of them is McFarlane, I think, right? And there's a uh, a toy company that makes the toys. Is he like involved in that? Yeah. Yeah, that's his company. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Like for a while there, those toys were huge. Like they started with the Spawn toys, and then they did like all the pop culture toys, yeah. like all the music toys, like Kiss, and then they did like all the movies. They had a whole little little Nikki line. Didn't they do the Metal Gear Solid toys? Yeah, and they had the horror movie. Well, Toy Biz did right. Uh, they, maybe they did a line as well, but they had um. Yeah, they did all the horror shit, all the Freddy figures and all that shit. I have my Metallica figures still um, preserved that were the McFarlane. They were fucking cool. They were top of the line back now, back then. I mean, now it's about NECA, but mm-hmm. they were cool. What up, NECA? <laughs> Hell yeah. See, uh, we we could use the, like uh, all these people. They want to sing the, the, the rap songs. You could just change the N word to NECA. That's uh, it's mm-hmm. a good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was using Neighbor. Neighbor's good, too. I was using Ninja for a little bit. Neighbor's with Attitude. What up, Ninja? Hell yeah. Just gives a nice choke slam. A nice uh, kick to the face. <laughs> a nice punch to the face. Punch to the face. Yeah, this fight is awesome. He's got a Chad jawline, too. Fuck. Yeah, the Violator, he looks, he looks better. Look at those rubber. Look at those rubber fucking nails, dude. Yeah, they were they were moving, bouncing really and shit. Yeah, and now they're real. They should have like cut that out of the movie or something. Yeah, that was funny. He does, look, he doesn't even make a Jesus Christ pose joke. How could he resist? No, well, they're trying to keep it. It's weird because when you watch the, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say like the only Jesus Christ pose joke I could think of was like, oh, you know why the women love Jesus? Because he's hung like this, and you just put your arms out like that. <laughs> Wow. I'm going to hell. 
That sounds like something from fucking Fre- something Freddy Krueger would say. Oh yeah, it's fucking great. It's funny though, because like when you watch the documentary, like Todd McFarlane talks about like the reason he made this movie, like he wanted to make it PG thirteen because he said he wanted to put Spawn out there and everything. You know, they already had the comics, and then they did the video games, and then he did the cartoon, which was like really brutal and dark. And uh, he wanted. That's he actually, funny. Yeah, he said he actually wanted to make this a sellout movie because you know he wanted Spawn to like reach into that area too. And it's kind of funny that like they thought they were making like the most like accessible safe mainstream movie when literally the movie starts out with like al simmons being like a homicidal assassin who's who's just now starting to feel bad because he's killed like a hundred innocent people and he's like i don't have a problem killing he also talks like that too in the beginning of the movie i don't have a problem killing but i just don't want to kill innocent people anymore i've been doing it for 10 years already that's not exactly like the most accessible friendly likable hero that you could dream up for a mainstream movie yeah He's an assassin, and I noticed like when he's killing the girl from uh from uh you know Living Dead Three, she goes, "You don't have the guts," and I'm like, "He's an assassin. Why would you even say that to him?" He's killed hundreds <laughs> of people. Yeah, why did they forget the script they're writing? It's a joke. Like literally that that opening scene when uh, Martin Sheen's talking to the clown, he's like, "Oh, Al Simmons, he's my he's my top killer. He kills everybody." And then the clown is like. Oh, we want you to kill Al Simmons so he can come to our side and work for the devil. And then uh, fucking Martin Sheen's just like, Simmons? But he's my best killer. <laughs> like, that's not your mainstream likable hero. <laughs> oh, he's amazing. He's fucking Omega. That's how you know. He's the ultimate Omega. I wouldn't have guessed that was McFarlane's call. I, I would have thought it would have been the same politics that were involved with making Mortal Kombat PG-13 just a couple years before, you know? But... Yeah, so he wanted it to be PG-13, the studio wanted an R-rated version, because they put out an R-rated version on, on the video. Which is weird, because it doesn't feel R-rated at all. Like, it really does Yeah, they probably, there's probably just a fuck yeah. added in. <laughs> the Sonya Blade part, nice pussy. You can only say fuck one time in a PG-13 movie, which is weird. Yeah, Sonya Blade, nice pussy. Hell yeah. But it's funny, though, because New Line demanded that um, Mortal Kombat be PG-13, and then they wanted to make Spawn PG-13, and then, like, what was it, a year after this, they made Blade rated R. So it's interesting that they were, like, they gave up on the PG-13 shit. Mm-hmm. That was the thing, too. People were like, oh, yeah, fucking uh, Deadpool. It's the first R-rated comic book movie. And, Bullshit, and they yeah. They forgot about Spawn and fucking oh, Blade. Blade again. I fucking hate them. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. I say we kill them all, genocide. I say we make fun of them and uh, email them. Or not email them, but write them a letter. I say we dox every one of them on the show right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Name them. Exactly. Where they live. We can swat them. (laughs) Oh, God. People still do that? Yeah, you guys... Yeah, I guess so. You think that they would make it law that if you if you swat somebody, you have, you, you could go to jail for attempted murder? Because that's what they're hoping happens. They're hoping they just go in, start shooting. Yeah, like what happens if like the guy you're trying to swat or whatever, like he's in his room, like half asleep, or he's playing a game or something. He's beating off with his new ninety dollar. Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> if you just jump up like off the bed or whatever, they're gonna fucking light you up with a bunch of machine gun fire. Yeah, it's, it's happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. It's happened. What is that? Is that a pocket pussy? <laughs> I think there was a case not that long ago where um, they they held uh, the the culprit liable, right? Because I think a cop got killed. 
or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think there was something where like some like young kid like did it, like made the fake call, yeah. and then, like some bad shit happened. So like they're like, "Fuck you, buddy!" You're like, "You're going down like as like a whatever to murder or whatever." Did you guys notice that kid looked like Michael Sarah wearing blackface? <laughs> I should put him on the thumbnail because he he looked just like Michael Sarah wearing blackface. He's true dough on it. It's the little kid from uh, yeah, it's the little kid from uh, Pet Cemetery New Nightmare, right? Is it? I, I noticed it looked like him. It looked like they just put a wig on him. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that. What's his name? Miko or whatever? What, Miko, Miko Hughes. Miko yeah. Hughes. Yeah. You guys, you didn't know that? Like from the first second you saw him? I, I just, I did like just a couple seconds ago when I showed him. He, I think this probably is like the last movie you've seen him. I mean, like he's the most grown up in this one. Yeah. He got too old. They didn't want him to grow up. God, well, yeah, God knows we saw him in uh, fucking New Nightmare when they clearly wrote the script in a three-year-old but they cast him because it's like he's how old in new nightmare like fucking eight <laughs> and and the whole yeah, time he's probably. talking like a fucking toddler daddy blah. like dude and he's like rex he's my guard i'm like dude you, bitch you're fucking probably got pubes maybe he's retarded <laughs> Shut dude he's it's re- it is retarded like the, the, like whoever wrote that script <laughs> First of all, most adults can't write kids. Why for, would they even accept it? Kids, ri- adults can't write kids for shit. They can't. They don't remember what it's like to be a kid. So the, the dialogue a lot of times is real shitty. And then they cast a kid that's fucking aged out of the role, and it just makes him sound like he has autism, like times a million. Amazing. Because that's what it sounded like. I I identify with him because I'm an Aspie too. <laughs> an Asper, an Aspie. Yeah, us Aspies, we stick together. That's a movie that falls flat, man. It doesn't age. It doesn't age so well. It's like I want to like New Nightmare, and I don't hate it or anything. But um, I, yeah, I always have more fonder memories of it. Like if it's been a while since I watched it, I'm like, I want to watch it. I, I, I think I need to re- re- go back to it. Uh, I, because I, because I like the overall vibe. I like the meta vibe, all the shit that you know predated Scream. But then when I go see it, I'm like, ah, like it, it was just kind of setting up for Scream to do it better because. They're missing something here. They didn't go hard enough on it or something. I fucking hated New Nightmare. Yeah, I think it's like a good movie dramatically, like story-wise. It just doesn't pay off. Like the set pieces are kind of whack. Like the third act is dumb. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah the- well, like where the kid goes on the highway and the, like, like that's not like, like the and then like when they're at the doctor's office and Freddie attack like like that's not really what you want to see like you want to see like a whole big scene where like Freddy Krueger is stalking uh, Robert England in his house you know what I mean like you want to see something like that you don't want to see all the deaths happen off screen and then like you know it should have been the first real scary movie since the first one they could have made it real malicious right, right? this this was their chance to hit the reset button they're going meta or whatever and they it could have been a real malicious entity and made it real dark and i fucking the hansel and gretel like idea that was woven throughout the whole thing was really yeah. stupid and the you know and how that paid off it was fucking dumb and then where they end up was really lame and just you know the whole cauldron bullshit you know just like the hansel and gretel it was lame it was anticlimactic and Minus the tongue was kind of cool, you know, licking her tits at the end there, but, you know, that's it. Hey, we can talk about the soundtrack to this movie, because it was a big deal when it came out. They, like, yeah. they took, like, these rock guys and paired them up with, like, rappers and stuff, that, like, collaboration. It was, like, house yeah. music and shit, like DJ Spooky and the Chemical Brothers and stuff. So, Marilyn Manson and Sneaker, Sneaker Pimps, they did The Long Road Out of Hell, uh, fucking... 
Prodigy and Tom Morello that did a song called One yeah. Man Army. That's the song I'm playing right now on the motorcycle chase. What was the the band that made that song about the guy that like committed suicide? Yeah, Fil- Filter and Crystal Method did Trip Like I Do, which is actually a good song, too. Can't you trip like I do? Oh, yeah, Kirk Hammett and uh, Orb. Orbital did... Yeah. Yeah, they did Satan. Is it Orb or is it Orbital? It was Orbital, right? Orbital, orbital? yeah. Okay, yeah. Incubus and DJ Crayboy did a song called Familiar. Who did the For Whom the Bell Tolls remix? For the Metallica, was that I think DJ, it was DJ Spooky? Spooky or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not on the list I'm seeing. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. DJ Spooky and and it cuts off. Yeah, they listed like Metallica, but Metallica was really just a remix of their song. Oh, okay. I kind of like that remix, though. Yeah, interesting idea for the soundtrack of, the, of a movie. I know where I said this part, like, Spawn becomes, like, the big knife battering ram, and the clown just runs into it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then after it, after he blows up, he just kind of does one of those, uh, I actually meant to do that. Yeah, he flies watch. up in the air. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is hilarious looking. Watch this. It looks so ridiculous. <laughs> see you at Wanda's. <laughs> yeah, he's like, see you at Wanda's. <laughs> we didn't talk about how much see he farts and shits his pants in this movie either. It's genius. Bro, bro, I shit my pants today. Oh, I shit my pants today. Mm. How'd it happen? What? Okay, so I don't, I don't know what it is I ate. I've been okay. So the first few weeks of quarantining, I was like everybody else, starting to eat kind of shitty because at first that's all I could get was shitty food. Um, anyway, uh, the last week I've been going through that cleanse, detoxing, and I'm back on you know my normal kick and on what I like to eat. And so I don't know if it was that shit, but I've been, I had the fucking pissing out of my ass runs all day. Every five minutes, I'm surprised I didn't have to leave this podcast. That's probably where I could have said I went, where I was mute for a bit. But anyway, uh, I had so many close calls all day, and I went and had to go pick up groceries, right, curbside delivery or whatever, and I had to, it was fucking coming out the whole time I'm on the way home. Like, I got to make it home, got to make it home. And then I ran upstairs to my, I got three bathrooms in the house, but there's like my one bathroom that I like to destroy. If it has to go down, there's, this is my comfort zone. And I didn't make it, man. I fucking, I pulled down my fucking skippies and I just blasted. Wait, what? Where? Just like all over the toilet and shit? Real quick, every time I go to a friend's house and I use their bathroom, I always leave and I say, I just disrespected the fuck out of your bathroom. (laughs) And have a good day. Because it always makes them like, oh shit, what does that mean? Like, did he he not flush? Like, what is it? It's it's awesome. Little do they know, they walk in and you just just carved a swastika in the wall. That's that's all you did. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, That's what you meant. No, I, I, I fucking. And then I shat into it. So it was carved into the wall and shit. I shat all, and it was like pissing out of my ass. It's like ass water. It was terrible. <laughs> so it's one of that thing. It's one of those things where like I, I, I pulled them down and I shit all on my fucking shorts. And then I was leaking. I was fucking <laughs> dripping all over the fucking place. Were you going, oh, dude? No, no, I was, doing, I was fucking, it was, the, oh. did you use the ass juice to masturbate? No. <laughs> use it as loop. Oh, but it was running all down my legs. It was fucking disgusting, man. Look how ridiculous that gun he's using looks real quick. Look at that gun. That's funny looking. Yeah, they have the worst like fake prop guns <laughs> in this movie. Dude, go ahead though, Aaron. Oh, I mean, there's not much else to that. It was disgusting. Amazing. What voice were you doing when you were shitting? Like when it was going down your legs? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking remember. It's like Harry Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Dude, but it, you guys know what I'm talking about. It was one of those shits where it literally felt like. You were vibrating. You're like you were turning on a faucet. 
Like it was like it was just flooding out. <laughs> One time I was at Walmart and I heard like like two kids walk in, and so I I took it as an opportunity to try to like be funny. And I like I was sitting there, I I started trying to poop really loud, and I was like, oh oh god, the poop, <laughs> the poop, <laughs> and I hear them laugh and just walk out. I was like, damn it. <laughs> Damn it, that would have been funnier if I could make it plop out, like, louder. I remember when I was, like, fucking 10 years old, I walked into a Kmart bathroom, and I went to go use a stall, and I opened it, and there was a homeless guy taking a fucking rancid shit, and he just looked at me and didn't say anything. I'm like, oh, God, and I walked out, and I'll never forget it. He's like, be gone, wannabe, be gone. <laughs> burned in my oh, fucking yeah. There's the mask thing you were talking about. That fucking looks so stupid. But, uh, yeah, man, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me when Steve-O does the butt chug challenge on Jackass. That's what it felt like. It's like it's like I fucking put a gallon <laughs> yeah. of water and poured it in my ass and just blew it out, man. It was terrible. Hell yeah. Sounds amazing. But that it's the kind of shits that like greens will do to you when you're doing a cleanse, right? I don't know. I never do that shit. You're a weirdo, Aaron. Do it, man. You probably got all kinds of nasty shit in your colon that's been there for 20 years, man. You got to do that. Yeah, cleanse. I've always oh, heard. His, sh- his shits are always fucking gross looking. Man. You look at his shits? Why do you look at his shit? He never flushes them. Zach, I, I lived with them for a while. I'd go in there dude. and they'd be fucking just chilling. Oh, I need in there, a poop dude. knife. My shit doesn't. Or he fucking <laughs> sends me. He would send me pictures of them, like he does us randomly. I always heard that the colon like, cleaning <laughs> thing isn't really. It doesn't really work like that. It's it's like a pseudoscience thing. People. I I don't know, man. I can tell you, it feels correct. It feels correct. Uh, wait. See, uh, he just put his ear to his chest and he could. He, it showed the fucking uh, the thing, the, the device in there. It's pretty funny because they set it up like, yeah, anything happens to you, this device is going to go off, and uh, it's it's bad. And then uh, Spawn just, like, takes it out of him and breaks it. It's like, wouldn't that just make it trigger anyway? Like, that special effect was so weird, too. Because mm-hmm. it, was, it, like, it wasn't like he saw inside of his chest. It's like the whole, half the screen turned black, and that thing was just floating in the air. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fuck that, Mac. I want to hear more about Zach's shit. Did it look unhealthy? What was was there like blood in the stool? Was it dude, Oh, it was always different colors, dude. I think like the most it looked like it was it looked like intestines with fucking like it was always like there was always yellow in there. I don't understand how. Oh my gosh, like a baby. I remember I I made a home video once where uh, like it, it it cut just out of nowhere to my shit in the toilet and I'm just sitting there like look at the look at the <laughs> diameter on this thing. I'm sitting there like uh, deciphering it like you know the, in the toilet and I'm just like his shits were fucking crazy. Dude, the fact that you don't flush your shit is so on brand. You tried sending me you oh, tried dude. sending me a snap dude, one he's time. He's talking about he's talking about like years ago. <laughs> You tried dude, sending me no, like you, you're you fucking try, royal you now. You tried dude. sending me a snap, dude, a private snap, and when I opened it dude, up, yeah, and it was fucking... your fucking shit in the toilet, and never again have I ever opened up a Snapchat from you ever. I will yeah, not do it. That's his shit. That's how you know I don't flush because I've sent you a picture of my shit in the toilet. I mean, it tells me about your character, and that's the same character of a guy that would also leave it. I think for the next. Yeah, person. the only t- the only time I don't flush it is if it's too like you know I need the poop knife. You know, it doesn't go down all the way. What? And uh, if it's really interesting, sometimes I'll leave it for the next person to see. <laughs> what? Is, what is this shit with the poop? I forgot all about the poop knife. Yeah, Mac, have you seen the Listen, poop knife? You'll just, have you? S- you'll just hear his mom be like, Zach. Hell yeah. Oh. Or I'll go. I'd go in there and be like, God damn it, dude. Wait, what's so, Mac? Have you ever it's seen horrible. this infamous poop knife? You know, he brings up. Wait, what do you mean? He says he stabs it with a poop knife. He said he keeps no, a poop, poop knife. Gu- he keeps a poop knife, right, in your house because you guys like have to cut the poop down to get it. No, get- I said I need one. I need one. Oh, 
thought you had one. When his well, poop gets stuck in his ass well, and he has to like stab out there and pull it out. Well, Zach said Zach said he was out of toilet paper and he's 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 reached out out of the trash bin next to the toilet and picked out used toilet paper and used it. Like that's fucking nasty as oh shit. Oh my god, that's where the corona went. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he doesn't have any regards of who's who fucking's dirty toilet paper that was. And why that person <laughs> and why that person wasn't flushing their toilet paper is I, another mystery. You know what's funny like is, what the fuck? Yeah. I can see him doing that. I can One see One time him I went that. to a friend's house. You know when you'd go to your friend's house, oh this is amazing. Look at that. Look at that army. Oh, I gotta hear this. But yeah, back in the day, like you go to your friend's wow. house, and I was the kid that always wanted to be like, I don't want to, I don't want his parents to know I'm here. I want to be as quiet wow. as possible. That way, you know, they never like uh, uh, Zach. I don't like him. Don't don't bring him over. I just I want them to forget I'm there. So I remember the first time I'm at my friend's house, I go in the bathroom, I take a huge fucking shit, and then I like I notice there's no toilet paper, and I'm a kid, so I'm like I don't want to ask for it because then uh, I'll be a nuisance. So then I just said, uh, yeah, I pulled their toilet paper out of the trash, and I used it. You're fucking gross, dude. You're nasty. Exactly. <laughs> you just got to wash your hands extra good afterwards. That's how I got AIDS. Exactly. But yeah, oh. see, he just uh, he just took that pacemaker and destroyed it with no regards whether that would trigger it to go off either way or, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know how he sucked it out of his body without, because, like, once you suck it out of the body, it's not reading the heartbeat anymore. How did he, you it's know? It's the green, glowy power of the devil that he has. <laughs> it's like all those magic glowing boxes that they always chase after in Marvel movies. Like You, you, you don't have eyes. to understand it. As long as it glows, it works. Mm-hmm. And then his wife starts beating the shit out of him. That's what I want. Yeah, you need to get a chick that's going to beat the shit out of you. That's mm-hmm. all. And be a clown. Oh, yes. <laughs> See, if I was fucking a hot chick and she just turned into that mid-orgasm, I'd be like, oh, fuck yes! i start, I start rejuvenating. I'd be, I'd be all healed up to go again real quick. Shallow how, dude. Oh, can I see that? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm looking at the, the runtime here, and there's movie. 17 more minutes, and I, I could have swore this is like the end. Where is this 17 minutes going? Like, I, he doesn't... Doesn't he go down to hell? Does he go to hell and actually do something? Yeah. What? Have you not seen this movie? There's a long-ass credit sequence. Yeah, I thought he, like, kills it. I thought there's, like, something with a chimney or fucking... I thought, I thought it all ends here. Yeah. Am, I, am I wrong? Yeah, like, they go in... Like, the chimney is the... The fireplace is the no. gateway to hell. This stuff flies out of it and flies back into it. Which, like, why did he think that was really the wife when she flew out of the hellfire that comes out of the chimney? Like... Yeah, he's stupid, I think. I think he's just a retard. He's an Aspie like me. It's all good. I <laughs> looked at his lips. That's funny. As, a, as, a, as you do, you don't want to get them too dry. The, like you ever ch- have chapped lips and don't notice, and then you smile and it fucking cracks right in the middle. That's that's a load you know, that's hell. It fell off so fucking poorly. John Leguizamo was also one of those guys that just almost was a leading man. I mean, he's obviously a yeah. a big support guy, and he still works a lot. But you know, now he shows up in fucking. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll see him in random uh, buddy cop movies as like the third guy or something. You know, I, oh, he's in music videos too. In music videos, John Leguizania is dank AF. Yeah, he's 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 mm-hmm. better than what uh, he gets credit for, and I, I think it's just 
his his big Hollywood movies, like his big budget movies, were just all fucking stinkers, man. He just lucked out. Like, I mean, the Mario Brothers movie, if that was a better flick and it was better received, amazing that did film. It. Uh, this movie could have could have did it. Obviously, his his foray into comedy, like Pest, Pest and shit. Well, that was him like trying to carry his own flick. I love the Pest. Did but- they? When the clown yeah, laughed, the when the clown laughed at him in the fire, did they use a fucking soundbite of uh, what's his name laughing? Who? It sounded like the end of the fucking uh, thriller music video. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, oh Vincent, Vincent Price. Price, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, look, he looks cool there. Oh, those graphics, baby. This is an arcade game. This looks like um, uh, it looks like a CDI game or a Sega CD game. Some shitty cutscene from a exactly time warp. 3DO game. That's how you know it's dank. House of the Dead. <laughs> the shots of Violator are good, though. Just the background is whack. Mm-hmm. Whack AF. Yeah. Well, that's probably the, well, that was probably their favorite thing to work on. So they're like, uh, let's just do it. They should have licensed out the Violator's likeness to an anal Violator. Just made it look like him, and you could sit on it until you come. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck's going on right now. Yeah, they should have just never showed hell in this movie. Like, there was no reason to show the Malabolgia devil. Yeah, like, that looks so real. That's my my sentiment as well. It's like, dude, if they if had you, to sell toys that look like the <clears throat> retarded Chia pet, this looks like Devil May Cry one. Oh yeah. Why even introduce if they if they had ambitions of setting this up for a sequel or franchise? Why even introduce right. him? Like, save it for later. Like, let this one make gang bucks, right? A, a fucking a lot of money. And then keep it at twenty million budget, and then give the next one eighty million dollars, right? And then fucking do it right, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like when you, when you make a Terminator movie, the the main two people that come through, the human and the Terminator, they come from the future. They're stuck on Earth. They're whatever. That's how this should have been. Like Spawn comes to Earth, uh, the clown slash Violator comes to Earth. And then, like, you just talk about hell. You don't need to actually go there. You know what I mean? Like, where do they go from here if they plan on making a sequel? He killed. Yeah. No, he didn't. He just killed Clown, the Clown, the Violator. And I'm pretty yeah. sure he could have came back. He just killed the best character of the movie. Oh, here we go. Look at that. Oh, this is great. Oh, hell yeah. Look at that. They're moving at like 10 frames a second. It looks weird. <laughs> They're just copy and pasted. It looks like a fucking Mexican Chihuahua. Hell yeah. A Chihuahua. Is this where it leaves off? And then this. And- they oh, me. See, if they remade fucking oh, Beverly Hills Sky. Chihuahua with him, I'd watch it. <laughs> There's that Chad jawline. They just did a close-up of those background things. You see that? Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. It's great. I like how they keep replaying the same. If you can watch, they keep replaying the same clip. They'll watch Spawn when it shows up again. It's just like it's hundreds of GIFs. It's the same clip over and over again. It's a hundred of GIF images. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) More green lines. But you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like this uh, more than the last Avengers movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? Get out of here! I never seen any of those movies. You are not. I mean, big. I mean, they all end with a, a battlefield of CGI people running towards each other, and then you can't make anything out. I remember uh, I went to like Walmart, and they were like they had a big TV display, and like they were showing one of those movies. And, like, they had that shitty thing that, that smooths the image, so it, l- it looks like behind-the-scenes footage of the making of yeah. the movie rather than the movie. Looks like and, a video. Yeah, and I noticed, like, it looks like they're wearing Halloween costumes. Like, all their costumes just look like they got them from Walmart. I think those uh, Marvel movies, yeah. I, you know what, they the budgets are increasing, and I don't know if it's going to all the 
talent they're putting in, you know, because they're trying to throw in as many fucking people in these movies. Maybe that's where the $300 million budgets are coming from, because I look at the third phase of Marvel movies and they look shittier to me. Like everything is on a green screen. They do. You watch the first Iron Man, the first Thor. Uh, they're more grounded and stuff like that. And they look, they look fine. Those are, they're fine. Um, then you watch yeah. Thor Ragnarok like as much as I like Thor Ragnarok, you know, oh, I like it, Yeah. but the whole fucking thing is green screen. And and I really have to concentrate yeah. on like, even when I, I swear, even on that scene where, uh, fucking, uh, uh, Odin is, is on earth. Right. And they find him and it looks like he's in the middle of green, uh, New Zealand or something. And they're like on a hilltop. Even that shit yeah. is green screen. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, we're not even on Sorry, Asgard man. anymore. This is funny. Uh, like, the, the daughter notices, like, something coming out of the fire, and she yells, Daddy. And the way he reacts, like, he reacts, like, so late. It's funny. Like, the guy next to him reacts to Daddy before he does. <laughs> but honestly, like, as bad as the special effects in, is, is in this movie, it's not that much worse than the finale of Black Panther. Where they're like they're fighting and like trains going by and the lights are flashing on them like like that shit just looks video gamey as fuck. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think Black Panther's that good, man. It's not. It's all right, I guess. It's fine. Uh, that that third act, that battle, it was very underwhelming. Yeah, it's bad. Welcome to Wakamba. Mag just chimes in and, and doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he doesn't have to. He's mad. He's Mag, exactly. Yeah. yeah, people love him for. But his it's show. from Black Panther. You're oh, talking about oh, it thought... since you've never seen it, so you wouldn't know. He didn't say it. Right. Wakanda. You <laughs> said Umba Makumba, that Disney Channel show. Remember that guy, Umba Makumba? Welcome to Wakanda. Oh, remember that show uh, Out of the Box, where it ended with them like. That was dank shit. Remember uh, Nick News with Linda Ellerby? You remember that? Hell yeah. I remember whenever uh, the fucking uh, the whole thing. Uh, see, this is kind of a cool way to kill the. The guy at the end, yeah, the captain. I think I think Violator looks cool here. I mean, mm-hmm. you can kind of tell it's digital effect, but like I said, it's it's better than most of the shit that's been in the last three or four Marvel movies. Exactly. He uses his tongue to set his head up. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, this movie looks like uh, it's part of that whole '90s wave where CGI was budding, and it's just not yeah. these mid '90s movies, man. They date themselves easier than almost any decade or any period of time. You watch Lawnmower Man, Mortal Kombat, this. Yeah, just I, I'm yeah. thinking of all these different movies, but they all have that. Hey, we just got our new CGI machine. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah, and the thing is, is like people were so impressed by it. They at the time they're like, we want more of this. We want more. And I remember like, really like I I started getting out of these big budget movies for a few years and eventually I just accepted it but it was just like I couldn't stand everybody jerking off on CGI like when we hit like all throughout the 80s and even most of the 90s like we had all these like awesome like creature effects and shit and then they would just would take these like like stiff looking CGI models and like fuck this like Mm-hmm. Like you go, you go from American Werewolf in London, and then you go to shit like American Werewolf in Paris. Like, no, thank you. I think people were so awed by it at first, they didn't realize that, like, oh, it's only good if you don't n- notice it's CGI. Right. And then at some point, they realized that, and then they were just like, okay, less of this. I mean, now they're lazy and they use CGI for blood, even when they don't have to, and it's fucking uh, yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, you. I, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but uh, Expendables three, it's a shit movie, right? That was a movie where like, yeah. hey, let's let's make a PG thirteen one. Why your whole demo? And when that first movie came out was, hey, look at all these old people stars for the old for the old action guys. I mean, who do you think was seeing that movie? Not young kids. And all of a sudden, thirteen year olds love watching elderly people. 
You know that? All of a sudden, they're like, we got to make one for the for the younger generation. Why? Anyway, they fi- it's totally, they filmed it PG-13. They filmed it like that from the ground up. And then when they released a quote-unquote, uh, I don't know if they called it a director's cut or an unrated version or whatever, all they did was CGI in blood. They right. did the same thing with the fourth Die Hard movie. Oh, yeah, they did. They added Fox. It's they added Fox. Fucking stupid. And some people love that fucking fourth Die Hard movie. I think it's fucking shit. I can't stand it. It's, I don't it's hate shit. it. It's absolute shit. I hate it. The only thing that's maybe shittier is the fifth one, but they're both shit. If you if you put it up against the the uh, the two that came out after, it's probably... Yeah, it's definitely the best one out of those three. Well, there's only one that came out after it. Oh, wow. Uh, the one with Jai Courtney. I thought there was two. Everybody's trying to make Jai Courtney yeah. happen. Jai Courtney's not going to happen. I, he's like fucking AIDS for a movie. Yeah. When I see Jai Courtney in a movie... He is. Uh, and you know what? I want to see Jai Courtney and Jai White fuck each other. Okay. Uh, I I think there's only two good Die Hard movies, one and three. That's I don't even like two that much. I think it's just ah. Eh. Two, two, two feels like a. I'm gonna say the Death Wish one's good. Yeah, two feels like a direct-to-video movie version of Die Hard. It does. It's uh, yeah, it's dumb. Yippee Mr. Falcon. What we're talking about with uh, CGI? The thing about CGI is, minus the last ten years, you could easily tell you could pretty accurately guess when the movie came out based on how the CGI looked. But it the technology has just stalled in the last 10 years. Like, they just peaked. Like, it just hasn't gotten any better. Bro! Bro, look how look how edgy this font is. I know. Dang. It's like the hellish version of the seven credits. Oh, yeah, it is. Hell that was yeah. the Nine Inch Nails. Pl- oh, that was the opening credits they played. Uh, hurt, or not Hurt, uh, fucking Closer. Yeah. Hey, being as how Aaron loves Marilyn Manson, what's the best Marilyn Manson album? I hate Marilyn Manson. <laughs> okay. I know. That's why I asked. <laughs> I don't think he's... I've actually tried... Recently, I just used to always hate the songs I'd hear, but out of curiosity, you know, we're in the Spotify age. Now I can, like, fucking just look up shit and stream it for shits if I want to actually listen to it. And I, I tried listening to Antichrist Superstar. Uh, what's the fucking one? The Children? What's the, the one before that? You got it. Hollywood. It's probably the one, everybody. Yeah, Hollywood's my favorite. I like yeah. the first one, whatever it is, Portrait of American Family, and I like Hollywood. And that's about it. And then after that, yeah. Well, so did Hollywood <laughs> come before uh, Antichrist? Hollywood's after Mechanical Animals, which was after Antichrist. Okay, so there's Antichrist, Mechanical Animals, and they're a trilogy. They're a trilogy of albums, and they go in reverse. So Hollywood is technically the first chronologically. How I'm confused. Uh, he told it in reverse. I guess he decided to do it that way. So you guys like Hollywood, but you don't like the two that preceded it. Yeah, I don't. I like Mechanical Animals. I like Mechanical Animals. I like Antichrist, okay. I try to listen to Antichrist and Mechanical, and I'm like, ah, these aren't for me. I really don't like Antichrist. Like, it's just too played out, and I just never liked it again. Mechanical Animals, if somebody else puts it on all the, uh, in the background, I'll listen to it, but I don't, I never chose to listen to it. He's a big Bowie fan, and Mechanical Animals was his biggest Bowie influence. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, it totally is obvious. <laughs> mm-hmm. You remember all those bands that were coming out around that time, riding that goth wave that he was uh, sort of championing? You remember Orgy? Remember that fucking band? Orgy. Oh, yeah. I, bought, I bought Orgy's album and regretted it. Ditches. Blue Mo- they did that classic thing of, hey, let's get on the map by covering a song people wouldn't think we'd cover. Who hushed me? Everybody did that back Limp then. Limp Bizkit did Faith. You know what's funny? M- Marilyn Manson fucking did it. Right, sweet dreams yeah, and yeah, Marilyn Manson covered a lot of songs. Yeah, you know what's funny is, uh, um, I always remember how like they were they were blaming Marilyn Manson whenever the uh, the Columbine shooting happened. Mm-hmm. I recently found out 
that they didn't even like Marilyn Manson, and they were very vocal about hating Marilyn Manson. They liked uh, fucking uh, Remstein, but Remstein wasn't popular at the time, so they had to pick on the guy that was the most popular out of the kind of music they liked. They had a popular single in uh, Duhast. That was 97, right? Same year. Correct? Wasn't that not the same year? Maybe, yeah. Or maybe Isn't that th- fucked up, though? Yeah, go ahead. Even pretending like he was responsible was manufactured. That's so fucked up. Yeah. It, it, it was it was their way to cash in on a tragedy and get rid of a, the enemy. I just can't believe Marilyn Manson was like so like um, controversial. Like They used to just make up so much weird shit about him and supposedly shit that happened in his concerts, like all this shit. It's like... It's like when are you people like going to like not realize that like not everybody is like a super religious Christian, you know what I mean? Like 90% of the people who went to a Marilyn Manson concert like never saw any satanism in it, you know? I think that's what it was. I think that was the first time in mainstream that there was somebody that was like shitting on religion openly and they were it, like yeah, yeah, there's early videos of him like saying like anti-religious uh, stuff at concerts and the fucking the entire audience is just sitting there like what the fuck do we do with this there's like one guy in the audience that's like yeah I always took Marilyn Manson <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah I always took him to be a guy who was like traumatized by the, his childhood of being a nerd you know what I mean Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think he was one of those guys Remember that the- would act pissed off about the way the you know media would spin things. But I mean, it's the best thing that ever happened to him. I mean, that's what fucking kept him alive. His reputation precedes anything he does because he never really sold that many fucking records. Like if you research it, he never did. He never sold that many fucking records at his peak. I think he maybe had a platinum record, but it's just like but everybody knows Marilyn Manson. My grandma knows Marilyn Manson, but. <clears throat> Remember that weird fucking uh, thing? Everybody thought that uh, Paul from the Wonder Years was Marilyn Manson when yeah, he was a kid. That was funny. Everybody yeah, thought I so that. Tired like of that. Yeah. I found that out. Like on the like, I was listening to a podcast and they mentioned that. I thought that was just something stupid kids at my school said. But everybody. Thought, yeah, what? I remember telling this uh, Indian kid we went to school with, and he's like, "Are you kidding? Oh my god, no way!" I remember. I remember telling. I remember amazing. where I was when I heard it, and I was spreading the gossip. Like, yeah, man, that's fucking uh, what Paul Sorvino. That's him. Oh yeah, but. But I think Paul Sorvino, you know, he debunked that shit himself, like on Inst- I think he was on Instagram, and somebody asked that again. He's like, "I'm not Marilyn Manson," but uh, clearly he's not. But yeah, Marilyn Manson, dude, he ne- even at his peak, he never played anything past packing a theater, like on his own, like that. He never was in like an arena act. He was on the festival circuit as a headliner, but like, I mean, he, he just had this reputation about him, and it didn't always translate to record sales. I'm surprised he's still around. But he sounds like ass. I know I get a, a big kick out of watching him on YouTube, try and fucking croon through a song, all overweight and shit, on pills. Rocket Rose. He's just behind Vince. He's not overweight anymore. He was overweight. Was he? He's just behind Vince Neil on embarrassing himself on his old songs. It's pretty funny. Amazing. Well, you think he would have been one of those guys as he got older and wasn't the uh, you know young hot rock star anymore? You think he would have like evolved more and become like. A more accomplished musician and made, but but he kind of just doubled down and just kind of got lazy and was just like, "I'm Marilyn Manson forever." <laughs> yeah, like he he burned the bridge with the fucking uh, Trent Reznor and uh, pull down your pants pictures. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, a division of Dippy Goldman. All right, cool. All right, well, Dippy, Dippy. All right, so I guess we want to wrap this up. Uh, this one went out to to Carlos, Carlos. That Resident Evil 3, I always think uh, Resident Evil 3, Carlos, and that, that voice he has. But anyway, uh, the movie's all right. It's 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 always how I remembered it. 
it's, it doesn't ever change. Uh, I don't know where I would land with it. I think it's probably like a six. I don't know. It's okay. It's got it's got things going yeah, for it. Yeah. Um, but not to beat a dead horse, it has its shortcomings. And I like it's it. All right. It's 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 fine. It's not it's not the worst fucking movie. I could think of a worse way to spend a Saturday night. Um, It'd be interesting to see the uh, the two hour long version without the weird. Uh, yeah. You know, jumbled together shit. Wait, yeah. now is that the yeah. is that the unrated version that you guys are talking about, or is that just like a fan edit? It doesn't exist. We're just speculating. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Oh, I got gotcha. you. But um, I got gotcha. you. But yeah, because it's like the the beginning part of the movie where he's like the assassin and shit is like kind of cool. And if they would have went into that more, I think it would have, you know, like like pretty much this movie. In my opinion, this movie is kind of good when it's him sitting there in the costume. And then, like, clown is with them. Like, those moments are the moments where you feel like you're watching a real movie. And then when it, it, it's got such a boner to hurry up and get to the next fucking glowing green CGI hell scene that make, that, like, A, makes no sense, B, is not entertaining, and C, like, doesn't really even progress the story. You know what I mean? Like, they could have totally made it where, like, the first half of the movie, he was just was fighting Martin Sheen and all the guys from the, you know, the shadowy government agency. Like, they could have made it like a more traditional action flick and then had Violator be like the big evil, you know, villain that he has to conquer. And then if they were making it now, they would have done that. And like, like yeah. I said, like, oh, he, he dies at the 12 minute mark. If they were making it now, they always make it like, oh, he doesn't die until like midway through the movie. That's always the first movie in a trilogy yeah. or whatever now. Especially, comic I wouldn't books. go that far. Yeah, but I would have him like die like twenty, twenty five minutes into the movie, not twelve minutes. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, the twelve minutes is really honestly because they have those long opening credits that are just shots of flames shooting out and then reversing backwards. <laughs> Without that, he really dies at like the eight minute mark of the movie. Mm-hmm. I just remember, man. I remember that whoever was paid to make the trailer for it deserved every penny they got because mm-hmm. it looked cool in the ads. Like they had, yeah. they did a great job of putting together all the shit that sold the kids, the, all the cool looking shit. And then I remember, uh, we, I didn't really get to go to the theater back when I was a kid. Like my parents were poor, so we never, but, uh, when it came out, I watched it on HBO in a hotel. We were living in a motel. That's how poor we were for a bit, but I got, to, I got HBO, man. And I, and I watched it and I was so fucking disappointed. I, I, you, when yeah. I was a kid, I think you, um, I think some people are more apt to defend stuff that's shit. Right, because you like it so much, and you you want to like it. At least I did, and I I couldn't defend it. I'm like that was underwhelming. I'm like I that was a bummer. <laughs> it just wasn't. And I I've, I'm not going to say it again, but I've told Zach before on the podcast when <laughs> I loved the Mortal Kombat movie, and then when Mortal Kombat Annihilation came out, dude, never went to the theater. My dad took us all to the theater to see Mortal Kombat Annihilation. The one time I'm going to spoil it for you and say we never win again. <laughs> the one time it was so embarrassing and I was embarrassed. I'm like, I don't think this is good. I remember the whole time I'm in theater, just embarrassed for every time anything happened to that movie. And I'm like hiding myself. I've been in that situation before too. Yeah. And I'm like looking at my dad's like next to me. I'm like, he's probably thinking I'm never fucking doing anything for these kids ever again. This is terrible. Doesn't that suck when you yeah. hype up a movie, like when you watch a movie before and you're hyping it up and then you're watching it with them and they're just not getting it? It's like, oh, damn, I feel stupid. That was the quietest audience I've ever seen leave a movie. Like, it was it was like a funeral procession. 
was so bad. And then it was just like so awkward. You could cut it with a knife, everything. And then we're walking out. I'm not saying anything. My brother's not saying anything. My mom's not saying anything. Nobody's fucking saying anything. And my dad just sort of broke the awkward silence. And he just, <laughs> once we were, we literally got all the way to our car. And he just kind of goes, well, it's official. Liu Kang is the ultimate Mortal Kombat champion. <laughs> It was like, it was silent all the way from getting out of the seats and walking through the parking lot to like key in the car. Did you start laughing then? And th- did that break it? I don't remember what I did. I felt, I was ashamed. You probably didn't even understand it at the time. It was just like, dude, this uh, is the what? same year. This, there was other movies out. I'm like, we should have saw Men in Black. I'm sorry. <laughs> or something, right? Well, it's official. Men in Black is a good movie. Yeah, that's rough. That's a fucking dad thing to say. But but why but why do we feel ashamed? It's like no wait I shouldn't be embarrassed. Like these fuckers let me down. These fuckers let us down. Yeah, John R. Leonetti. Yeah, no, I re- I remember going to see that movie too. Also with my dad. But you know we we were like the opposite of you guys. Like we went like every week. So it wasn't like if it sucked, it sucked. But I just remember sitting there thinking, and I didn't like the first movie because it was watered down a PG thirteen. But I remember that Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I remember feeling like so cheated that like they fucking, it felt like they filmed this thing in a week and just threw it in the theaters to fuck over all the Mortal Kombat fans. That's how I felt. You guys went to the movies with your dad? That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I, like I went like twice a week, you know, probably till I was like 20 with them. I've never done that. That movie has lazier green screen shit than Spawn. Like, you know, there's that in particular, yeah. the first scene of the movie. For crying out loud, when uh, their outworlds invading Earth, and you see like these Tibetan-looking temples, even though it's supposed to be—I I don't know where it is—but uh, it's filmed in Thailand, right? But anyway, you see all these temples, these Buddhist-looking fucking temples, and the background, the sky, the green screen sky is bleeding over the buildings, and then they zoom in to when they're like introducing Shao Kahn's generals, right? It's like an, they have these weird upward shots of like Shiva spreading her arms and fucking Ermac doing this fucking gay ass Bruce Lee pose uh, and Motaro flexing his fucking buff chest. And like they, I don't know why they decided to zoom Begging for a nut. Why did they zoom in on this? Because you see the green screen bleeding over the actual actors, like cutting into their flesh. And it looks, I don't know. I, I've seen better looking 3DO shit on Sega CD and stuff. It was terrible and it was embarrassing. And I don't know how that shit passes quality. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's the same with you and I don't, I don't get it. I would have let it pass. And why did they, the first movie turned a profit. Isn't the rule of thumb. You put more money into the sequel. Well, I think I read that the second movie did have a higher budget and I was fucking blown away, blown away. And I don't know where it went. They snorted it all, went out their nose or something. I, I think it was that thing of like I don't even know who directed the second one, but I mean like John R. Leonetti. Fuck that guy, John R. Leonetti. He did the uh, uh, assistant, or I don't know if he was like a. He wasn't a director. He was like an assistant director or something. He was always on the first movie and other shit. That was his directorial debut. He didn't direct another movie yeah. until Annabelle. Wow. When he said John R. Leonetti, I pictured I pictured a uh, fucking Arlie Ermy. <laughs> That would have been a fun shoot, but uh, what were you saying? I'm sorry I interrupted you. I was getting upset. No, I was, <laughs> I was just going to say, because the first one had, like, Paul uh, W.S. W. Anderson. Yeah. I mean, he, he he at least was on the, the way up of having a career. Like, I really like his his uh, debut movie, Shopping with Jude Law. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, that's what you need to do is, like, you need to do get somebody who 
who no matter how low budget independent it was, you need to get somebody who's done a movie like like in New Line's done that before. Like even in the Freddy franchise, like they get these people who are like fucking you know grips and coffee go getters for ten years for New Line to then come in and direct a movie, and it always comes like you know out not having like a real story and just being a mishmash. But how you're saying like don't you go bigger with the sequel? Like New Line was very weird back then. Like you know same with like Critters and all that shit. Like they loved to like if they had a good original movie, they loved to make the sequel shit. And then if they could start making direct-to-video sequels as well, like they were like the first studio to do that or hokey shit. But if you Google it, man, it had a bigger budget. I fucking know, have no idea where it went. Maybe, yeah. uh, I f- maybe it could have went into marketing, but I I don't remember any marketing because that fucker was in the dollar theater so fucking fast. I mean, it was just in and yeah. out. Um, who the fuck? Uh, who was it? Uh, Steve D'Souza. He directed the Street Fighter movie. Where does where's his pedigree at? What did he do? I know he did some other shit. But that movie was a fucking turd too. Uh, oh, it's horrible. Oh yeah, he wrote Die Hard. That's right. He wrote Commando. Yeah, he was like a writer. Yeah, yeah he wrote Die Hard, Forty Eight Hours, Commando. So he had uh, he had quite a line yeah. of stuff. But I don't know. Yeah, which is weird because then they have him direct like the most babyish version of a movie after doing all these writing all these hard R movies, and he directs his fucking Charmin soft baby ass Street Fighter adaptation. I think um, I. I don't know if it was an interview I saw. I think I, I, I bought it on DVD when it came out because it's like one of those $5 bin Walmart Blu-ray. It's it's kind of a guilty pleasure. Like It's one of those movies that teeters on that line of, is this movie bad or is it so good that it's bad? You know, so bad that it's good. Yeah. And I don't, I think it teeters on it. I don't think it quite makes the good <laughs> line, but it's, uh, you know, Raul Julia kind of saves some stuff because I love Raul Julia. I think yeah. it's awesome. Uh, and he was doing is fucking due diligence for sure in that one. But anyway, um, I, I, on the DVD, the insert, there's like a, a foreword, right, by Steve uh, D'Souza. And he was even saying that there was pressure, the studio, and you could tell they wanted them to basically promote their game. Super Street Fighter 2 was out. They had to throw yeah. in every fucking character that has ever created in Street Fighter into this movie, right? Like T-Hawk was somehow fucking uh Guile's fucking right-hand man and his little squad with Cammy. It's just Yeah. It was like Mortal Kombat Annihilation where they said they threw everything at the wall. Like just fucking we got to put everybody in there. Who cares if it has any rhyme or reason to the character's backstory? Uh we got to fit Rain in somewhere. Make him a fucking general of Shao Kahn. Shinnok, make him his dad. Raiden, they're all family. Let's keep it in there. It was fucked up. So uh but obviously they didn't allow any creative control from like the Ed Boon and all yeah. that stuff or whatever. And they just literally did their own thing. They they leased out the property, the IP, and they fucking just ran with it. I mean, I would I don't know. I get it, Hollywood's a totally different thing, but if I liked your product or I liked what it was resonating with with kids and I knew it was gonna make me money. I would at least bring in the fucking dude that made it so popular as a creative consultant. Like, come on, man. Are we are we in the right yeah. ballpark with this? Do you want to help guide the writing a little bit? I don't know, but... I did a pee. Yeah, we heard it. Zach, did you just piss in a cup? Yeah. <laughs> Was that you earlier Yikes. that I just heard? <laughs> anyway, continue, Goat. Sorry. Uh, well, fucking Aaron's talking. I hear him filling up a cup. I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck is that? No, I, I just think it's that thing where it's like... That would be the smart play, but they, and I think it still kind of exists, but not as strong as it used to be. But their whole thing was always, you know, you buy a property because of how like 
popular it is and they figure well it's those people that made it popular like whatever it is video game comic book whatever they're coming to the movie anyway what we really need to do is make it nothing like the source material so that then we can capture all those people who like normally would never play Mortal Kombat or never normally read Spawn and then we got to appeal it to all those people and it's just like that too many cooks in the kitchen shit like you end up making something so bland so nonsensical you know, and then they also like talk down to where they're like, oh, you know, we can't have a real plot in this because all the people who are going to come see it are morons. So then they just make it like literally there's nothing worse than watching a storyless movie. And like, I think like you, as much as I love action movies, there's there's nothing worse than watching the really generic shitty ones that have no rhyme or reason. It's just people running around doing shit for the sake of doing Dude, shit. And that Mortal Kombat Annihilation movie, they just tr- they literally threw everything into it. Like there's that one scene where randomly uh, Sony and Jax end up at this fucking place and all of a sudden Cyrax shows up as if like he's been established. He's like, he's like, Sonya Blade, Jackson Briggs, Shao Kahn will be pleased. Like then fight ensues. Like it was, it was like, okay. <laughs> and they kill him in like two seconds and, and then they go on somewhere else and all of a sudden they're out in the desert and then Molina shows up and I get it. It's supposed to be Katana's twin sister, but the actress is a white chick and she looks nothing like uh Talisa Soto. And, and, it, but we yeah. we're actors here. So you have Sandra Hess say, katana all confused and she's like you wish and we're supposed to just suspend disbelief that this isn't the whitest bitch we've ever seen and in pink get up amazing and it's, it's it's kind of insulting it's like an insulting movie uh the first one i, th- I like how we're talking about it. new line cinema it all connects but the first movie i yeah. think they did right and it is a compromise pg-13 it doesn't bother me it didn't bother me uh you know the the biggest market was kids and I guess if they would have made it R, none of us would have been able to fucking see it in the theater. But uh, I think they were smart. They it, it, The movie came out at the same time that they were marketing the third game, but they kept the movie grounded to the first game. They didn't have too many characters in it. They focused enough, right? It was a by the numbers type of script, obviously, but they focused on enough characters and we got backstory for all of them. It was fair. Uh, and the effects looked cool. For the day, they really did the Sub Zero battle and his yeah. like ice wave. Um, it wasn't offensive. Reptile was a little off putting, but at back then I didn't care. Yeah, I, the one thing I'm unforgiving Reptile about was spawn quality. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> but everything else was kind of cool. And uh, the only thing that's unforgivable is <laughs> the animators like missed their cue because uh, Reptile turns he uh, uh, materializes from that statue. Statue. He's like, watch a closely, Reptile. And he's, the yeah. statue becomes reptile and he runs off and then Shang Sun like three seconds later looks down on the ground like whoa I mean and that's not the actor's fault like they fucking were not even close with that how do you know maybe he's just an Aspie quit fucking shaming him I guess man and you know what I, you're shaming me too I'm an Aspie people make fun of it but I fucking still love the way Goro looks in all it's fucking cheesy Muppet ways hell yeah dude. right hell and yeah. I get it his mouth is flapping the lips aren't matching with the words and all that stuff <laughs> he looks like munchy when he talks yeah he does look like munchy but it's so fucking charming man because <laughs> this was like the last of the real this is the last like uh animatronic shit we got like <laughs> goro if this yeah. movie would have came out 10 years later goro would have been all cgi man five years later so it's really charming but when you that's one of those flicks where you watch it on blu-ray by the way and it really exposes the fucking cheapness of it goro looks yeah Dude, you can fucking see strings, I'm convinced. And in Kano, you can see the yeah. prosthetic around his mask on the Blu-ray, dude. Like the the peach oh, flesh yeah. color. Here, here's a question. What? 
Here's a question I always wanted to ask, and I, I was going to ask it all in the commentary, but I forgot. How many dicks would you suck to get that Goro puppet? <laughs> He's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what I you know what I always wonder when I was a kid. I asked my brother, I'm like, you know, he's got he's got four arms. You think he's got two dicks? Oh yeah. Uh, I always I always wondered, but uh, no, dude, I don't know. But that would be cool to he see. Need, he needs four so that he could jack off with uh, all hands. I saw that puppet not long ago. Like it was on something. I can't remember, but it looked fucking crazy. dude. Like just that one That's scene scary. where Johnny Cage does the splits and hits him in the nuts, and then it cuts to a zoom in of his eyes and his pupils getting big, yeah. right? I'm like, yeah, that looks fucking awesome. Like, it's so... It looks like a Goomba. You appreciate the work that went into it. I, I don't know. It's I, I get it's fake. They're not. I'm not convinced it's real, but I don't have to be. It's fucking cool. Um, anyway, sorry. I, you know, I just didn't like Goro in the movie because they gave him that human face. I like Goro from the game where he just has them big black eyes. You think he's cute like that? Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> I'll crush him with one blow. I thought it was cool, man. I it was fine. Um but anyway, and I when I was a kid I really liked the action, but now that I grow up and I'm like, this whole thing's a ballet. Like it's so choreographed, like they're just dancing. Yeah, like is. that fight with Liu Kang and Shanks at the end, none of them are landing a hit. They're just dancing with each other. It's so awkward. No. But I don't care. And on the Blu-ray too, you know where they're on that ship where they first get on the ship to go to the island and Raiden has them all together for the first time? And he's telling them about yeah. their destiny. That's the best part, dude. The background—they're supposed to be—it's supposed to be the night sky, right, and the stars. No, on the Blu-ray, it's very evident. It's a black curtain with holes in it, and there's a light behind it. Let's try to, you know, be stars. And there's like <laughs> folds in the curtain. Amazing. It's like, what the fuck? But I don't care, man. I love the sets. I kind of find that shit charming, though. I mean, it honestly, is charming. Like, like I miss when fantasy movies were done cheap and all were like handmade. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely love it. it. Doesn't doesn't make me hate it at all. Um, but as opposed to the sequel where everything was behind the worst green screen. Oh, Give God. me a curtain yeah. with holes poked in it in front of a light. It was a light green screen. <laughs> Give me that. Light green screen. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, we're going off and off and off. Uh, let's uh, wrap it up. Hey, Goat, what do you got for promote, man? What's uh, your newest episode in the pipeline? Um. Well, I got one probably by the time this comes up. Uh, me and my buddy Trev, we did an episode for The Hidden, which is one of my favorite New Line movies, keeping with the New Line theme. That one was from 1987, so that was pre-the Spawn era. No bad CGI in that movie. So definitely, uh, if you guys uh, like the movie The Hidden, it's got a good cult following. Hit up that episode. I think you guys will like it. Oh yeah, and Zach was just on an episode too, like just a couple weeks back, right? You yep. guys did uh, basketball. Basketball. Baby. That was a funny episode. I listened to it too. Hell yeah! Yeah, that was that was a good time. Yeah. Like going into it, I was afraid we wouldn't have enough talk about, but then like ironically enough, like they like we couldn't shut up. You were dropping <laughs> fact bombs out the ass on it, man. I was I was pretty yeah. impressed. What about uh Mac and Zach? You guys got a new episode coming? We will we'll play them one, baby. All right, all right. You know how we do. We 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 like the we like the wind, baby. We like the wind. Well during all this like <laughs> what the fuck was that? Was that a fart? Is that a toot? It was a fart in the wind. Okay. Well, and Zach and I and Mac as well, during all this quarantine stuff, I, I think we've been more in the, the spirit of doing live streams, it seems. I, I want to do more, man. We did one uh, yesterday as of this recording. We could have done one today. I mean, I got a life. I can't I can't record nonstop. But, Bruh. Uh, but no, I want to do more. We should do another one this week, you know? So we'll keep trying to drop that stuff down to entertain people when they're stuck at home. It was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. We're, we got we just released blank check. Obviously, this I don't know what we're gonna do next. We're open to suggestions. Right now, we're just cleaning out the box of movies that have been 
gathering dust and taking requests. I mean, we're not really doing anything thematic or anything. So let us know what you want to hear. Other than that, I think that's all we got. I don't want to go on too long. So we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for joining us yet again. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Bye-bye, puppets. End of the week at the Revival House. Next month's theme, you gotta figure it out. Italian zombies are Polly Shore. I slash it with the knife and the girl next door. And one second in, get it all queued up and ready. Hit play in three, two, one. Bye-bye, puppets. Zach Pete in a solo cup band. Goodness, camera's love and Josh and Scott failed and Riverman's bail. Bye-bye, puppets. Sounds good, like this country used to. We just busted our nut all over that film. We gotta wipe our faces after that. There's some ricochet.